0: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for.
1: So did you slip this woman a note at the end of her session saying <laughs> your PT is useless and it. whatever you're paying that person is a waste of money? And uh, by the way, my name is Mark. You're Did
2: I give her some hints or <laughs> advice also known as a tip? Yeah. I slipped her a tip, yeah. <laughs> Just a <the> tip. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> How much is
0: a tip? <laughs> I, I was waiting for her to see who'd go first. Damn
3: it, I walked into that. Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, season 10, episode 27, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Deep in the bells of the Is It A Bicycle studio complex, we have a man who this week said, always have a solid alibi. It's Mike. McDonough, <laughs> Also, him, we have a lady who says, don't sweat the petty things, just don't pet the sweaty things. It's Shona, show, show, clarity. <laughs> and in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer, a man whose uh, coffee was so hot this morning it came with an un- ugly friend. It's Mark.
4: <laughs>
3: this <laughs> week, we'll be discussing a movie in the shape of central intelligence and some TV in the form of roadies and Dead of Summer. Of course, i will have the usuals. Uh, with some news and some previews, come to you by near you.
2: We might even talk about the legend of Tarzan. oh Deadly. Cool. I'm thinking because we missed a week, I feel like we owe our audience something hmm. special, something extra.
3: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just to show uh, we care. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? How's the weather? Did I tell you it's roasting here? Fuck ah. off! <laughs> yeah. So we need
2: we need to fill in the listeners as to what's going on with you, Steve, and why we hate you more than usual this week.
3: Yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm in Boston at the moment, and it is a great city. It's lovely, and it's mm. absolutely roasting. Awesome. Mm.
0: Are you um, allowed so to say that without adding Massachusetts to the end of it?
3: Boston <laughs> MA, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to Boston Connemara. That's right, yeah. Or Boston no County Nuts, Clare. Clare. The, Bur- the Burren, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's been good. It's been good. So I had some adventures already and um, you know, met some interesting people and saw some interesting things and uh, really enjoying it. Yeah, Is interesting right. like a
1: euphemism, or was it all actually interesting?
2: Yeah, isn't that how the Yanks described Vietnam? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like men with their trench coats on and nothing underneath?
3: <laughs> really?
1: I, I don't know. That's where my mind went when you said interesting. Oh,
3: that's, that's my okay. regular cinema wear. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Well. For example, I went. I went on the on the Jim Hunt. All mm-hmm. oh, right. Um, how yeah, so uh, I went to look at a few places, and uh, uh, the first place I went into was this uh, chain. It's mm-hmm. mm. the name implies it could be a good gym, you know, and it's it's a chain of like mm. seven hundred outlets, you know. So I went in, and it's like a dollar down or ten dollars a month. And I was like, Jesus, that's cheap, you know. Oh. Wow. And then I saw option two is or one ninety nine a year. And I went, <laughs> mm-hmm. Really?
4: <laughs> it's
3: dearer <laughs> to pay by the year. Yeah, that's a, So, I went in and uh, uh, I was with Sam and we went downstairs and uh, on the way down, the girl said, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we don't encourage uh, bodybuilding or or powerlifters. This isn't the place for them. And uh, this we call the judgment-free zone. (laughs) And and she sort of looked at me with a straight face and went, oh, (laughs) and it was all written on the wall, (laughs) big letters. (laughs) Judgment-free zone. (laughs) Oh, okay. so. Yeah, straight away, you kind of knew, you know. Mm. Actually, what I, what I should have noticed, first of all, when I went in, on the counter, there was a massive big glass bowl full of, of their own branded sweets. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, anyway, so she showed me around, and they, they had only machines, but lots of them. Mm. They, they would have, like, an abs area. They'd have, like, a chest area, and then they'd have uh, running and so on. But mm. every, I can't remember, was it every street? Five minutes, like a, a, a traffic light system was going on. Mm-hmm. So it would change to green, which means that you change machine, and you had to change machine. Oh. Right? So yeah. So I was like, well, "What if you're doing sets?" And she goes, "What? What do you mean sets?" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> so, so that was going on. And then they had these like a uh, like a step with a bar on it, like you know those, you know those kind of uh, bars that they have alongside staircases going up. Like say up to Bannisters? A of a kind of, yeah. But it, it's kind of like for people who have a disability. You Special I mean? bannisters? Yeah. So, it, so it's like a, a, a stepper, just a step with a, a thing to hold on to in case you fall off it.
0: Oh, that's a good oh, idea. Oh, is it so
2: the one that jiggles?
3: No. No. What does it do? It's a step. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you step up and then you step off the other side. And going, Oh, okay. Oh,
0: hardcore,
3: yeah, yeah, hardcore. And I kind of uh, like then, the idea anyway. of something
0: to hold on to. My balance isn't <laughs> yeah. the best, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Quite speaking for the nation of geriatrics. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so then I, I discovered when I went upstairs that on Mondays they have like uh, pizza Monday, and uh, what? They have, <laughs> yeah, they they bring in. I mean, boxes and boxes of pizza. Hmm. What? So you. Eat pizza while you're sitting on the machine. Honestly, mm. Google this. Are you this. kidding Google me? Images. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. That sounds Tuesdays, like the best gym ever. was uh, like donuts and bagel Thursdays. No. You know This
1: is on the yeah. internet? This is documented? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's <laughs> um, pretty but, Sorry, right, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? And, uh, you know, judgment-free zone. But they discriminate against powerlifters and weightlifters. I was sort of...
1: Well, and uh, health, apparently.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come here, but not if you're looking to be healthy. <laughs> they want you to keep going, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So they keep you looking the way you looked when you came in.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. And um, what else was there? Uh, There's something else. Oh, yeah. They have this thing called a lunk alarm.
2: Lunk alarm. I was waiting for that, but yeah.
3: Oh, so funny. You'll what's, see that on YouTube. Where people what's are sort the of lunk alarm? Lunk alarm is if you grunt... After lifting a weight, if uh, you go, like, it yeah. sets off the alarm. <laughs> or if you put, if you put down the weights too, too heavily yeah. and it makes a clang, uh-huh. the lunk alarm goes off. It's, and it's a big, like, clax yeah. and like, you know. I'm
1: seeing here, sorry, the internet is telling me of signs. One of them says, please refrain from doing the following exercises. T-rows, overhead presses, clean and jerks, deadlifts, no supersetting.
3: There you go. Yeah. That's for starters, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's obvious that, you know, they're, they're very successful. It's mm. genius marketing, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think they opened like 300 outlets in 2013, 2014. I want to cry
1: that that's so sad. That's the I, saddest I, gym it, story I've ever heard. I want to <laughs>
0: cry that the bastards are so <laughs> rich. <laughs> what did I think of this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's obviously, you know, those people who, who sign up for a gym in January and never go. Yeah. Or mm. they're gone by Valentine's Day. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. guess that's who they're appealing to and that's what they're saying if you come here uh you're going to have the same people as you would uh, early january you know and you don't feel have to feel intimidated uh by people who've been going for years and you know not caved. so that's that's what it seems to be anyway Um, all right move on to your next gym
1: i need to hear a better story
3: oh yeah so the next gym um well i went to a couple of others but one that's full of everything i wanted and uh I, I actually said to the guy, you know, I've, I've been, I'm sort of shopping for a gym and I went to see this one and I mentioned the, the judgment three zone or whatever it's called. And they said, I started laughing and he thought that was the most hilarious thing. You know, when I, when I explained it to him that I started laughing, your one sort of looked at me with a straight face <laughs> and yes, had pulled over some other pre- personal trainers and <laughs> said, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they're well known, but anyway, but look, it, it's really, really cheap. I mean, it, it that uh, place is $10 a month. I mean, you know, mm. if if you're on a budget, it's fantastic. Mm. I and mean, it opens it up to, like, masses who couldn't yeah. afford the go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Jeez, you wouldn't buy a pizza for that. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a true story. So uh, um, so this other place, like, I, I'm going to, I think it's about 70 bucks for the month. So maybe 79 something like that. So, you know, it, it's multiples of cost. But it's exactly what I was looking for, you know. Um, so what all sort of, they, yeah, they, what do you look for in a gym, Steve?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten me.
3: Oh, loads of lycra and women who are 14s <laughs> out of 10. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, it's a rows and rows and rows of, of, of free weight, so I'm not queuing, so I can go in, get my stuff done, get a shower, get out. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, and it, it's perfect for that. You know, you have guys there as well who are obviously, you know, living it and really into it. So mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you can you can ask them for advice or. Know, how the fuck do I use this thing? I've never seen one, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um so yeah, it's great. It's great, it's perfect on this downtown. Yeah.
0: So how yeah. how many minutes passed before you were offered steroids? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, there's a few there now that are monsters. Yeah. You know, There's no way it's from uh not your leaving now. And, you know <laughs> they are monsters, you know. Mm. Um but anyway, whatever you're into. So um so anyway, that's, that's my, my uh, Mark's mumbles for this week. Yeah, <laughs> um, The anecdote. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I've been
2: thinking about that. Yeah. And I used to like, when listening back to the podcast, the way Mark would spontaneously erupt with a story he'd been saving up for the week. Oh, me too. But, but then he decided to call it a thing. <laughs> So, like, Shona would come in first and go, I wonder if Mark has a story. We should just call this Mark's story time,
4: mm-hmm.
2: which, you think, which you, Steve, then christened Mark's mumbles. Mm-hmm. So now not only do I feel like my segment has been devalued, but in making it a segment, it's less spontaneous.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a lot of resentment. <laughs> Are you
2: I, I am it? too, <laughs>
1: yeah. Mark, you're like a sloppy so, teenager where like, it was fine to do it until it became yeah. a thing and now it's mm. not cool anymore.
2: So I like beef jerky. Oh yeah. yeah. Problem with it is, is it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like compared to like food, mm. you could you would have to pay the cost of a high quality steak to get two fifty gram bags of beef jerky. Mm. You know, so when you're when you're trying to like feed yourself, it's not really you know it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So then I was, and we go to the cinema a lot because we do a podcast, and uh, I go probably more than anybody else, I would say. So I used to eat loads of stuff, but now I can't eat the stuff because it's all calorific and terrible. Of course, it always was, but it's only now that I've noticed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, it's very hard to go to the cinema and smuggle chicken in and cream for your coffee every time. (laughs) So I wanted some beef jerky. So I then I did a quick Google and I found an article on WikiHow, Mm -hmm. which was something I didn't know existed, but now I do. And uh, they explained how you can make your own beef jerky. So, here's what I did. Mm-hmm. Bought a round roast. Yep. A pretty big one, which cost me $9.99. hmm Then I froze it for a little while to make, the, make it hard. hmm Non-sexually. <laughs> then I stripped all the fat away, cut it into uh, like quarter inch or third inch size strips. Mm-hmm. Marinated it for 24 hours. Marinade was just like vin- vinegar, water, pepper, salt.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: 24 hours of marinade. Then lined, I made my oven look like a tinfoil kill room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, put loads of trays of meat in. Mm-hmm. Then held the door ajar, the oven door ajar, and set it to 65 degrees Celsius, which is a bigger number in Fahrenheit. <laughs> 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 and then I went training. And checked it. And then I walked the dog and checked it. Then I watched some TV and checked it. And then I gamed for a while. I checked it. And it was ready. Yay. And I have beef jerky that is exactly like the stuff you would buy from anywhere else. Like bulk oh, powder. Only loads oh, of that's, exact
1: that's very same. exciting.
2: Huh. Yeah. And when you add in like electricity costs and all the
0: rest, mm-hmm. it is a million times cheaper.
2: And I have raw materials for another batch. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah, the best
0: day. Because they, they only get it in Super Value maybe once or twice a year, and every time which I see leads, it, I just buy all of it.
2: I do too. I do too. Which leads me to my funny story. I was in Centra, and uh, there's a guy. There's a guy in the mountaintop Centra in Donegal, in Letterkenny. Right? There's a shout out to you, John. Which I'm sure you're not listening, but uh, John has become a meme in Letterkenny because he's one of these people with a great memory and a lot of love in his heart. So everyone he's ever met whose birthday he knows, he plays a request for them on their birthday on Highland Radio. So there's a section in Drive Time during Highland Radio, which is essentially John's wishing people happy birthday. I don't know. I'm not going to give you a second name, even if I did know him. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you'll hear the DJ come on. And a happy birthday to somebody somewhere from John. And like <laughs> all around, and he goes, all anyone's listening. Goes, <laughs> yeah, That's John on the mountaintop. Um. <laughs> So and he, he's a complete character. When he goes out, he always dresses in a Superman T-shirt of some kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll, he'll like jump around the place and go Superman on the dance floor. <laughs> so I was in there anyway. And uh, this was this was the day I decided to do the beef jerky thing. And uh, I was looking around for because they've had it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And then John comes over because this I think is kind of his job is to bring gladness to the hearts of people that <laughs> enter the mountaintop. And he saw me looking for Lorne because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was moving between aisles because it's it's a bit vague with their layout where it would be. And uh, he comes up to me and said, good day to you, sir. And I said, how are you, John? He says, hello, can I help you with something? Because he's one of these perpetually fucking happy lads. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm looking for beef jerky. Beef turkey? I said, beef jerky. Beef turkey? I said, beef jerky. He said, beef turkey. John, jerky with a J. I'm looking for beef jerky. Well, why don't I escort you over to our meat section? Maybe it'll be over there. It's not going to be there. <laughs> and he goes, what, what is it again, this beef turkey? Jerky. It's beef turkey. <laughs> I said, it's a healthy snack. You had it here once before. Mm. It was here in the spot where I am standing. I don't see it now. You probably don't have it. <laughs> he goes, Oh, we must be out of it today. Which, why don't you come over to the meat section and we'll see, can we get you something else? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was holding my head going, man, how were you not naturally selected for murder by somebody at this time? <laughs> so I said, no, it's okay, but thanks, John. You've made my day a lot brighter.
1: I didn't realize so. that beef jerky was such a thing here. Because at home, that would have been everywhere and I never understood why yeah. guys were always eating beef jerky. Uh, yeah, but I now- always buy it
4: whenever I'm in the
2: barn, yeah.
1: Now that I understand a little bit more about macros, I understand the uh, lure of having a snack that is also high in protein.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's high in protein and nothing else. That's the thing. As long as you get the one that's seasoned the right way. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that was in mine was vinegar. Like there, was, there was nothing in it, really. Like mm-hmm.
3: I just saw a bunch of them there in, in the liquor store the other night uh-huh. but it was like i don't know 17 flavors like teriyaki mm. flavor you know <laughs> bacon Mike flavor you know i know i know i know don't don't start i know there's all sorts of stuff, you know, bacon you know, flavored beef flavor. what, what, yeah, I know, what I know. genius <laughs> came up
0: with that <laughs> oh, you no know, i know
3: maple syrup flavor you know that kind of stuff uh, I don't don't uh. oh that's another thing that's another thing i wanted to talk about um another thing that uh surprised me that i didn't remember now I you I knew a lot of stuff had sugar and a lot of sugar and corn, what is it? Syrup. Mm-hmm. corn syrup and so on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I was down getting breakfast the other morning because uh, we're in a hotel at the moment. And uh, they have a selection of like uh, Lucky Charms. They have, uh, let's say, uh, what do you call it? Muesli, uh, but it's got M&Ms in it. Right. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. M and M's, honestly. Oh, and then, shit. so we decided to go with the the brown flakes things. You know, it was bran flakes and sultanas or raisins or whatever, right? Yeah. So I put some of them into into Sam station. Grant put some milk and went over, sat down, and uh, Sam tasted went. Mmm. The eyes just lit up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Hang on, Sam, give me a taste." of That but they were coated in sugar. Nice. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you couldn't see it, but they were just lightly dusted, sugar. Mm-hmm. you know that kind of way. Yeah, you know the the bran flakes mm-hmm. and oh the raisins. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It was just, it was. I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, my my our, our, our saving grace now we found in the land of sugar we found a, a place that sells all sorts of good stuff. Um, um, that we couldn't find, let's say, in local supermarkets. So, on. Mm. Trader Joe's. What
0: like mm-hmm. apples and other fruits or... are <laughs> 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 But that's
1: over sugar too, they, they come with um, yeah. marshmallow whipped cream on top <laughs> yeah. of them over there
0: and dipped in toffee. What? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I would be the size of a house if I lived in that country. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I, and, I think that's like... the
1: problem, Mark, mm. for a lot of people.
2: <laughs> I literally would be like, there's so much good stuff. Like you could have yeah. beef jerky probably with sugar on it.
1: I bet. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. candied beef jerky. Yeah.
0: There's, there's probably a good. beef jerky ice cream.
1: <laughs> I
3: think there is. but I Steve got a pizza the other night and it was like uh, a medium or something. You know, it wasn't even the the large, large one and it was an 18 inch pizza. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. 18. Like we only got through, I'd say, literally half of it. Yeah. You know. Jeez. I think the rest of is in the fridge, but I've been walking around to try and trying to avoid it. Yeah. yeah,
1: Steve, I think when you come <laughs> home, you should bring Mark um, a pocket full of the um, portable creamers that you would get in cafes in America so he can bring cream with him to the coffee. I, in- I
0: think are they, they real cream like though, or, or are they just?
1: I don't know. They're called creamers. I don't. Yeah. Ameri- I don't know. Americans yeah. tell us. <laughs> yeah. Amer-
0: it's a bit strange. Aren't they it like
2: a molecule? A, aren't they like a molecule away from plastic? Those creamers. Probably.
1: Mm. But they're like portable, that. Mark. They're portable. Mm.
2: They are very po- much more portable than an eight-ounce bottle of cream. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
3: anywho, enough dissing the the US. I know. Not dissing. Love not actually. Yeah, it looks like you're um, having a
1: great time. Yeah. Damn you and your yeah. fine weather.
0: Yeah. We're all completely jealous of you, you
2: bastard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I,
0: I keep watching the news to see if you've been Homeland security <laughs> <laughs> you got the black Definitely hood leading yeah. you out the airport.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, what yeah. Mike is leaving out is that he drops hot tips to the Homeland Security phone <laughs> line every hour and a half. He's such a
0: Mexican looking. Mexican looking with a funny accent. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a Mexican Of Middle Eastern descent He's the one want to fight all the sugar uh, <laughs> uh, And everywhere he goes He bathers down walls <laughs> uh,
2: Right,
3: okay
2: And we have Let's McDonald see. versus Lineker tomorrow night We've
3: what now?
2: McDonald versus Lineker tomorrow night We do Stage over the weekend when I went, I'd nearly seen enough fighting. And then I went, ah, yeah. oh, fuck it. Oh, I'll watch more. I'll keep it coming. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. UFC 200 and mm-hmm. the fight night and yeah. whatever, the ultimate spider finale. Mm-hmm. we event yeah.
2: Thursday, events Friday, events Saturday. You wouldn't get
0: it in race week in Galway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you get fights seven nights a week and race eight and <laughs> <call> in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> what was your What was your highlight,
3: Mark? Let's Let's stick to the highlights for uh, this. Uh, yeah, cause so it's impossible fights, yeah. to talk about at all. Yeah.
2: I thought the the striking <laughs> clinic by Joanna Jędrzejczyk was amazing. Amazing. Uh, that being said, had Gedalia not, oh, see, it's really hard not to get into the detail. Oh, Claudia Gedalia was trying to use strength to take her down, and it blew her gas. Yeah. If she could have found a way of taking her down without lifting her bodily over her hip, she would have done an awful lot better because she had her in the first round. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Joanna, who I really dislike due to her lack of charisma, was brilliant. Also brilliant and also someone I hate, Jose
3: Aldo. Looked mm-hmm. like a real champion. Mm. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he Looked cruised like a champion. that. Yeah. Now he's fighting. always going to look massive against uh, Edgar, anyway. You know, but he looked fit and fucking brilliant. Mm. I, he just, I, I, if if he was anywhere near that sort of uh, standard at the last fight, mm. I think yeah, uh, he could have gone fifteen or sixteen,
2: 16 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, no, but he was though. He was at that standard, but he, he was wasn't he? in his own. His head was fried by McGregor. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm. The problem with McGregor and Aldo is you got two counter attackers as well. Mm-hmm, mm. Uh, Edgar kept coming at Aldo, and Aldo was just mm. eating it up, just eating it up, and moving his feet, moving his feet, and gone wow. before Edgar could get get he wanted to do done. But um, he looked really, really capable. It was just, it was, it was amazing, in fact, because Edgar's been on a run; like mm. he knocked out Mendes, like, yeah. and uh, he's had a really good run. And I think Connor is lucky he didn't fight Edgar, not mm. that he didn't fight that Aldo. I think he'd beat Aldo again. Um, I just think yeah, if yeah. he fought, if he fought Edgar, he'd lose. Mm. Um I, I don't see a way for Connor to beat him at the moment in the current ship's But look at that's that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. For the first thirty seconds I thought Brock Lesnar was going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looked like a man who was like you'd see in some post apocalyptic movie. Mm-hmm where this giant bodybuilder who's going to become the hero after a mm-hmm. while is thrown into a cage and said, you must fight or die. Mm-hmm. After the first 30 <laughs> seconds, before he realizes he's a monster, he's going, why am I here? <laughs> because he was, he was walking around this. Like, he'd, he'd walked into a room barefoot where someone had just spilled a load of thumbtacks. <laughs> he, he was unsure what to do with his feet. He also looked like me when I try and start dancing and I'm sober. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so he was there, tiptoeing around with his hands kind of at different angles all the time, not knowing what he was supposed to be doing with them. And I looked and I went, "He is going to die. Like he's in there with the most dangerous striker in the world. Potentially, he's going to die because if 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 he closes the distance at all and he still doesn't know what his footwork is supposed to be doing, he's dead." Uh, luckily for Lesnar, he remembered that he is a wrestler of some renown, and because uh, he wasn't even in a wrestling stance, he didn't know what he was doing for thirty seconds. The event just got to him. Which is fine, which is fine, (laughs) I suppose. He'd been out five years. But anyway, he came back and he did the business. Um, I'm trying to think if there's one particular moment that stood out. Mm. Like 200, I don't think lived up to
3: the hype uh, in a lot of ways. I preferred the fight night. The fight night. Actually, you know, 200, the the prelims and the early prelims were excellent. And I wasn't that impressed with the main card.
2: How about Joe Lozon?
3: Ah, wow. That's a fight (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting that.
2: Really wasn't. Well, yeah. no, like Sanchez has been kind of washed up for a long time. He's the only one that doesn't know what I think at this stage, but
0: he's about, still getting
2: fight stuff so more, more toward Like,
0: yeah, how yeah. about poor Amisha Tate? <laughs> oh I, man, heartbreaking stuff. I was I was sitting there watching mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. I and I thought, you know, she took a few bathers on the schnoz, and her face was opened up. And I I turned around to the young lady and I said. Don't worry about it. She always gets her face opened up in fights. <laughs> it's part it of her strategy. Can we, we might need
2: to disconnect Shona's audio feed for a second. So the problem with Misha Tate losing is finally we get a woman fighter who's over a six. And she gets hammered. <laughs> and she's not champion anymore. Like, And then she gets beaten by... I'm, I'm really <laughs> afraid. afraid of showing last. No, I, it was the adjectives I was struggling with.
4: Yeah.
2: But she's like, she's got a jaw stronger than mine, like.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ, if you wound up bringing that one home by accident, you'd be terrified. No,
3: oh, you wouldn't. Did you? Yeah, you'd be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like,
2: yeah. look, at what, look at what you've got. Like, Ronda Rousey's in hiding. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, she's yeah. not bad, look. You know, and... uh yeah. She's 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 got a higher center of gravity.
0: Mark, you know I mean. Mark, this has gone downhill so fucking quick. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: can't believe it's Mike calling you out on this. <laughs> someone, has, someone has to see it, right? Someone it's because Mike is now alone in the Is it a bicycle yeah. studio with me?
0: and
2: oh, yeah. He knows better. <laughs> yeah. Misha, see Misha what what does. you guys can't see on the
0: camera is that shona's actually got a knife at my ribs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: true. Misha Tate seems to be fucking after getting another hiding. She can't seem to find consistency. I don't really know what happened in that fight. That's what I need to watch again um, to see if there's something that I can pick out from it. But like, it just—it was just a really bad night for her, like. I think and what it, happened
0: was that the other uh, uh, was it Luna was her name. Luna um, Amos. Amos. Yeah, she was a faster and b better.
2: But in also, but also, so so was Holly Holm though. Yeah, and she was able to grit her teeth and keep moving her feet and just uh. try. Yeah, no, And, 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 and that
0: off. is why I thought she, she was in with a chance even after her nose ended up beside her ear. Um, it's such a big yeah, I, th- I thought she'd just pull on through it like, and get her to the ground, but uh, it wasn't to be. So, now I want to see Luna and Holmes. That should be a yeah, bang-up fucking match. Yeah.
2: That's the fight, yeah, definitely. It's, unfortunately, it's a match between two fours, but they're really good at boxing and stuff. <laughs> okay. okay put on. Shona back on there. Put Shona back on. Shona, hey, guys, what did I the, miss? You're talking about the benefits of, of having women in the UFC. Oh, cool.
1: Good on you. I knew, I knew I could count on you, Mark. Your education is coming along, and I know that you'd never let me down, and you make me so proud.
3: Couldn't do it, Shora. I Couldn't. Couldn't do it.
1: So,
3: so have we all seen Game of Thrones yet? No. Yes.
0: Finally, yes, yes. I binge watched it. You're... It was immensely satisfying to just sit down and watch. I, I did a, a five hour stint, and then the following night, nice. three hours. Well done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well I couldn't. Done. I couldn't do the the full thing in one. It was just. I, I ran out of beer, and then I passed out. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did
3: you like it? Okay. We're we're going to have to wait though.
2: But are, are you, you're, you're not going to spoil it, like. What are you're you going to talk no spoiler, about? we're
3: just going to talk about it.
2: <laughs> but we have talked about it. We talked about it the last podcast. <laughs> we're making Mark you?
1: Going,
2: the only difference is the voice that's saying it's great, like. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, unless you're going to have a spoiler cast, and for this show, given the furor around spoilers for Game of Thrones, you'd have to label it as such and say, next week we're going to do a spoiler cast <laughs> in Game of Thrones. If you care about that, don't listen. You'd have to. You couldn't just stick it in here.
3: Well, it would be uh, wrong to, to just all... stick it in.
2: <laughs> what? Sorry. Did you just... When
3: in doubt, stick it in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is why we've shown our friends. We are friends. Like yeah. we, we, we're alike in so many ways. <laughs> we seem to confront problems with the same strategy.
1: <laughs> Works every time.
0: So all I'd say, Mark, um, it, it was shite. You shouldn't bother your ass watching it.
1: Yeah,
3: it was a waste of time.
2: yeah well, see, I'm sure I get to it at some stage. But yeah. the the statute of limitations on spoilers for Game of Thrones is ten years.
3: <laughs> well, Just what I want to talk about really is uh, the, the difference in writing between the actual book and since the book.
2: Mm-hmm. This, uh, this tests your ability to
0: not spoil.
3: Yeah, but not today. We're going to wait until you're done because yeah. I think you would have valuable input. in this. Yeah. So uh, get your shit together, Mark.
1: Oh, Stop letting the side down, Mark. You're so, embarrassing yourself. Wait, wait, but that. Steve, I've, I've gone back to the pilot and started mm. watching Game of Thrones from season mm. one.
0: No oh, way. that's exactly how I've
1: been spending my yeah. evenings
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people because yeah. I'm popular like that
1: one. I know some people hang out with friends I don't, I'm like <laughs> give me some Game of Thrones I'm going to interact <laughs> with an inanimate year. object it's a, yeah.
0: it's a great idea
2: but uh, see yeah. the problem for me at the moment is I'm, I'm getting further in Witcher 3 and in Witcher 3 they have naked girls
0: occasionally mm. they do
1: have that's naked girls
0: in Game of Thrones as
2: well yeah there's a lot of them yeah Yeah, but I can't decide what dialogue options to use on them <laughs> <laughs>
3: Right, um, <laughs> oh. there's a Tell witch about. in
2: Witcher 3 that badly needs a bra. I'm not, I'm not telling her. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Preacher. Preacher's going really well, guys. Great show. Yeah. We uh, I think we liked it in general, did we? On the mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. I know yeah. I did, it. It I know I did it anyway. So I've kept up to date with it. Um, your man from Emberdale Farm,
3: yeah,
2: the boys playing the vampire is brilliant, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, brilliant. I love what they're doing with the story. Um, I'm a huge fan of when someone gets powers that they do what a regular person would do with them. And that's exactly what this guy is doing. Ah. Um, Your one... Uh, I can't say her second name for fear of uh, reprimand. What's the girl from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Love Hate? Ruth, oh, is this um,
3: one? Ruth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ruth Neger. Yeah, yeah.
2: That—that's. I didn't want to chance that in case someone thought I was saying something else. Oh,
3: okay.
2: <laughs> um, if you have her first name, you're okay. So Ruth Negga is also really good. Um, those three—Immerdale Farm boy, uh, the preacher himself, and Ruth—they are firing off each other really, really well. It's really good. I like—I like—I just like their interactions. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just—it's—it seems real. Like that's the best kind of superhero show or fantasy sci-fi show is when, the like Game of Thrones, when the people in it do, like, real stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Rather than, like, they don't do silly things that you wouldn't see very often. Like, they just do what I would do if I had powers, you know? Um, and that, that just makes it so much easier to relate to. It helps you maintain immersion through the show and everything. I'm really enjoying it. Can't recommend it enough.
3: Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, what's Viva VR? Or Vive so VR?
2: Five. So, I had a go with VR at last. Okay. Um oh. Oh, is this the LG thing? It's the. Is it not called the Vive? Where you get the Sony, the Samsung oh, phone?
3: Sony. Yeah. No, Samsung. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, There's a few ones. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Do I have the wrong names. Feel free to no, correct. No no, me. no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah.
2: So I got I got the headset and they slotted in a phone and then they put me into the middle of a scene from an Avengers thing. I was Iron Man. Cool. And uh, mm. I looked at myself in in a, in a mirror and I could see myself in the armor. Mm-hmm. Then I had looked to my right and I said, "Jesus, Thor, how's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> And then they put you into a scene. So you see Ultron down below mm-hmm. and you jet off. It's in slow motion because presumably the phone couldn't handle it all. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're moving down and Captain America is there and he throws his shield, which shoots mm-hmm. past you. He's on your left if you look over at him. And mm-hmm. then as you're, you're getting into a bit of bother with a load of robots and sure, who appears only the Hulk? <laughs> and <it laughs> jumps out man. in front of you and then you land in front of mm-hmm. Ultron. Basically, he turns around and kind of roars at you and, it was a bit of a jump scare and then the scene finishes but it's really really good it was so so much fun do you know what i noticed straight away is that there isn't the eye strain that you get with 3d okay right which is important because if you're going to be doing spending any amount of time like they're talking about doing this for games and stuff which means you'd be putting in like three hours five hours at a time Mm -hmm. if you're like you right Mm -hmm. so you, you can't really be getting the kind of eye tiredness that 3d gives you otherwise it's just not viable like and I I didn't experience it. Or maybe I hadn't done long enough, but I was watching mm-hmm. for it to see. I also went on this kind of um a kind of a documentary video about icebreakers. Mm-hmm. And the camera, which was me, was positioned above and in front of an icebreaker ship.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So you could look behind you and way down at where it was breaking the ice. And yeah, you could look to the front cool. and see the mountains coming yeah, towards yeah. you. And then we landed in among uh, uh, penguins. Mm-hmm. And you were standing beside a penguin, like, and looking around at all his friends, like, and they all... At the North Pole. great. I don't think there's penguins in the North Pole.
3: <laughs> I nearly got him. Nearly got him. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly got him. <laughs> um, so th- did you put... Is this where you put your own phone into it? Was it yeah. your own phone? No, yeah.
2: I, I don't possess such a device capable of this,
3: this oh, okay, level of okay.
2: sophistication. But... Uh, there's no this the CETA lab is, is looking at the VR headset. They had one there lying around. Mm-hmm. They've they've offered for us developer types to take it and use and see if we can come up with more innovative ways of using VR in the air travel industry. So uh, yeah. has any,
0: has anybody launched a lawsuit yet over braining themselves falling down a stairs while playing a VR game? <laughs> there's
2: plenty of warnings with them when they're It's uh, yeah. <laughs> when those come <laughs> it's up. Happen. Game, yeah, yeah. A pretty a... shocking so far, Mike. Um, there's they're starting to come up with a, a good game here and there, but mm. so far the games have been very, very simple, you know, mm, and uh, not <laughs> stay away. Just from the, the stairs, <laughs> just not, not very well, not yeah. very well. Um, yeah. what's the word for? They don't play very well, yeah. I suppose. Because yeah.
0: yeah. was was it was it this time last week the guy in the driverless car got killed?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Driverless wasn't fault. Wasn't his fault? No, it, was, it, it it was the. Uh, uh, what do you call it, Egon Musk? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's what's the brand? I don't know. I saw one yesterday, actually. Uh, they're really cool. Anyway, it's uh, a they're aromatic. <laughs> yeah, I'll Boring. think. It, I'll think of it in a second. God, AJ is <laughs> shouting at the podcast right now. Anyway, he'll kill me. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, they have this cruise control thing mm-hmm. um, where you set on cruise control, but it drives itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it follows the road. Yeah, Autopilot. No, Pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, some dude was killed last week or the week before um, with this on, but they've since come out and actually shown this is why he died. Mm -hmm. Um, So This um, was a
1: case already covered in last season's um, Good Wife, so we can uh, all learn from fiction. (laughs) Tesla,
3: Tesla. (laughs) That's them. Tesla Tesla Motors. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Speaking Jesus. of Mark, did we discuss yet uh, the Good Wife final season and how it limped to an end?
2: I no longer watch that show, I'm afraid, Honey, you will have to go solo on that.
1: No, like it's over. Like the show is done. I thought you would have watched. You you gave up on it already, did you?
0: I'm
2: afraid so. You
1: didn't miss anything. It's shite. That's all. Okay. I well, like I'm to glad say. to
0: hear that. <laughs> you never thought I'd hear you say that, Sean. You've been flying that flag for a long time.
2: Yeah, I got really
1: weak the past few seasons, and this whole season was just like limping to a finish line.
2: Since since Will left, it was never the same for yeah, me to be honest.
1: True. Steve?
3: Um Shona, yeah. uh was it veep you were talking about a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. I watched an episode or two of that.
1: Oh did you? Mm-hmm. What did you think?
3: Yeah. It's very funny. It's <laughs> you very funny. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a big butt yes. coming. Yeah,
3: yeah. At times. Yeah. And other times it's a bit too silly for me. But what I see is this? Where you. are I see where the attraction is. It's a female president at the moment, anyway. Well, that is was hilarious. She, was she president <laughs> at the start? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what. Was, she, was she president at the start? She the was vice or? president,
1: which is where veep comes from, because she was just the veep Oh,
3: okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I oh, think it was VP. season
1: three. I was so thinking. it's yeah, veep VP for VP. Yeah, okay, exactly. Julia.
3: Slowing the uptake here. It's I think okay. it was season three. I was looking at and. Um, yeah, it was. she was just in a situation, and it was just funny. It's all very situational, kind of. Yeah, actually. it kind of
1: specializes in cringe humor, I think, a lot of yeah. the time. Or yeah. sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's brilliant. Silly. I'm glad you saw some.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I went to, and had a look on your recommendation. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think Mark would like this, actually.
1: Hmm. Have you seen yeah. Soundbreaking yet, Steve?
3: No, haven't got to it yet. <laughs> Sorry, it's on, it's on my list. For sure. I, I've
1: been tweeting my projected shame at you if you don't see it. I think you'll <laughs> I, I really saw like it. it. I saw that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: last last Thursday, I deleted Facebook, Instagram and Twitter from my phone because I knew I'd mess up and spoil some fights for myself.
4: <laughs> so All right. I, uh, well
2: done, I uh, un- un- installed Twitter again at the start of the week and saw the tweet from you about uh, about that show, Soundbreaking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Speaking you of, you know,
1: it's George Martin who actually produces the show or the documentary.
2: But a different George Martin, though, not George Armart, is I it? I thought
1: it was George Martin, hmm. like Beatles George Martin. That was not my George my
3: Ger
2: Martin.
1: Yeah, it wasn't Ger Martin. Okay, obviously.
3: Beatles George Martin.
1: I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I saw the him producer, the, the producer, producer of the Beatles. Yeah,
3: because
1: mm-hmm. he's heavily interviewed in the show. Why are you laughing at me? Is he dead?
2: No, 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 you're, you're right. You're, <laughs> you're laughing at me that. like she
1: doesn't even know he's dead, the idiot. Why <laughs> no, are you I noticed laughing that at as well,
2: him? but Steve was thinking that it was George. R.R.
3: Martin.
1: I was, like, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, George yeah,
2: you're George.
3: Saying,
2: George. You're, if Steve was going, she doesn't even know who's in the Beatles, and I was going, Steve, don't say it. She's really <laughs> smart.
3: <laughs> I was smart enough not to say it. <laughs> yeah, you're smart too.
1: <laughs> it's okay, Steve. So, you're out of the country, so I think you're safe. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, Room.
1: Yeah. I can't remember if we reviewed this already when we were kind of doing the Oscar stuff. So, I know that this is just repeating hmm. a lot of stuff. But anyways, it, it, yeah, we did. I, I watched um, it this weekend.
2: We,
0: reviewed, we did a full review, actually. It was
2: one of yeah,
1: the of course we now. would have. Quite um,
0: extensive and uh, very insightful and well thought out. I, I think uh, we did a starting Yeah, time Mike time
2: and I fundamentally <laughs> disagreed that it was worse or better from the point of view of the kid.
1: Oh, right. That was, that
2: was the main bone of contention on that review, if I remember correctly.
1: I think that review might have happened while I was on maternity leave. I can't remember. But anyways, mm. I saw it this weekend yeah. and uh, cried a lot. Mm. That's all. It was a good yeah, movie. It. I really liked it. And it doesn't go like the way that they sold it in terms of you know its trailers and then the way that they openly talked about mm-hmm. it doing the circuit. Was to say it's not as bad, you know. Like they get out of the room, they mm. escape, and it's about dealing with the aftermath. So you kind of mm. know it's spoilers. not spoilers. But
2: so if you haven't seen the room, go back in time and unlisten to what Sean has just <laughs> no, said. No,
1: I just said that that's how they sell the film. They tell you up front, so I'm not spoiling I'm anything. Whatever, Mark, kidding. shut up. I don't care. You know my dad. <laughs> um, so despite the fact that it never gets as bad as it could be, I'm still like, I've become the I've somehow managed to become even more sentimental and emotional mm. since becoming a mother. And I watch mm. anything in the world that happens now. My first thought is, that used to be somebody's baby. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> so so there, was, there, there was a lot of silent uh, crying
1: while my husband watched mm. the um, Euros final.
0: Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait for room two, driveway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the basement (laughs) (laughs) right um
2: has anyone watched any more of that bbc yoke with the um the girl wearing different makeup for boys and girls what hmm it was too subtle for me mike remember oh 13 13 yeah 13 yeah sorry yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i'm meaning to get back to that because i think you were you're full of lies Oh, you thought I was lying me and, to you. Yeah. go back to it and say, I knew it wasn't too subtle for me. <laughs> lies, lies,
0: lies. There is a Swansea. <laughs> and a London.
2: <laughs> so have you have you watched, Call have you, have you watched any more of it?
0: No, I have it on, uh, on link. I'm going to do the whole lot in one job. Okay. All right.
3: We we'll look forward <laughs> to that. Um, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to give a quick review of... Uh, WTF, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. What
4: Uh, was that like?
3: um, Yeah. So this is uh, Tina Fey and Martin Freeman, Mm
4: -hmm. and
3: it's. uh, Yeah, me too. But this is Tina Fey not trying to be funny, which she isn't most of the time. But anyway, yeah, she was she was really good in this. And um,
2: what? What? She was really good in this. At what?
3: At acting. Yeah. No, she no, she was really good. She was really good. Uh very convincing. Um, I mean she was uh it was a pleasure to watch. Uh, it's 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 an easy watch. Um Martin Freeman's also excellent. He's he's playing character that I've never seen him play before, um which is sort of semi well, let's say he wants to be a womanizer, I think. So um and there's a bit of a romantic thing going on there as well. And there's it's set in Afghanistan, they're both journalists trying to get their story. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, it's about their lives when they go out there that they sort of forget about, you know, their previous lives at home.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so the, the, the whole trip to Afghanistan becomes their new life and they don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's good, good. Uh, Margot Robbie's in it as well. Um, actually, Mark, there's a very good scene that you, you'd really laugh at because right. a, they have this thing that it's when you're in Kabul, right? They say, uh, is it a nine or a ten? If you're like a, a six, Margot Robbie's explaining it to Tina Fey. You're like a six at home. You know, if you're a six at home, you're a ten here, you know. And so oh, the, we previewed this, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did. That, that, was, that
2: was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: sorry. Yeah. So, so what are you, like a 15? And she goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Yeah, yeah, 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's quite good. It's quite good. I enjoyed it. Nice. Um it's an unusual setting for a romantic semi-comedy.
1: Did you watch that on the flight over to Boston?
3: Uh possibly.
1: Because I was going to, so you know, that like my my test, my litmus test for a film about whether or not it's worth seeing, is if you'd watch it when you're on a plane, when you have to sit still, anyways, it's free, and you have nowhere else to go. Would you bother watching the film? So I'm curious to know what film you actually put on for this flight. You don't remember. Um,
3: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. So. You know, I'm not, I'm not even, uh, yeah, you see, I kind of flicked between a few movies. Um, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I don't think it was on the flight, actually. No, okay. I watched something else on the flight and I, oh, I can't remember, can't remember. Mm. Uh, sorry. i oh, like but, to watch what I did find out. Uh, you might have seen my text, I sent you a text yesterday, there's a, a group here, a meeting group. They have these meet-up groups, mm-hmm. people interested in niche stuff, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's a great thing. It, like murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like the Dexter meet-up group or Dexter Appreciation Society. I don't yeah. know. And um, so uh, there's one for previewing movies, screeners. So oh. like, I think it's tonight or last night, there was Ghostbusters, but you have to queue up from five o'clock. It's on at seven o'clock. Um, but the idea is that you're in the queue for two hours, or so you're meeting people and talking movies and stuff. Okay. Um, so you meet new friends and that kind of stuff. And then afterwards, they have a, sort of a place where you can get drinks and that kind of thing. So yeah. it looks like a good time, but mm. it's uh, it, it's uh, you're investing like pretty much six hours in it, you know, that nice. kind of way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I just thought I'd mention that. But yeah, it's pretty Interesting. cool. I might, uh, Are you going to go to it? it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, they also <laughs> have a thing that I've been trying to get to or trying to find out more information on. It's called a podcast brunch.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Uh, yeah, people interested in podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's, they've sort of set it up in Chicago and a few other cities in Australia and that kind of thing. Um, so I fired a tweet. You should set said, one up. That's what they said. Because mm-hmm. I said, when's the one in Boston? I said, mm-hmm. we, we do a podcast from Ireland. I'm visiting. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. And they said, yeah, there'll be one in Boston soon. Uh, maybe when you get home, you might be interested in setting one up at home. And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll
1: see how it is. <laughs> yeah,
2: because realistically, nobody in Ireland it, takes brunch.
1: No, <laughs> I do because I thing. love brunch. It's the best uh, meal of the day. Uh,
2: oh, I had start. two breakfasts today, actually. So technically, the second oh, one will be brunch, right? Uh,
3: True. Um, okay, so will we start?
0: I hang on, you Wait. didn't ask if anybody had seen anything else this week.
3: <laughs> Mike? Did you put it on the list. Well, then you didn't.
0: I did, I did. If well, somebody well, had taken the see, trouble see, to look at the fucking list.
3: I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh, you put it on later. Season. Yeah, yeah, five before yeah it that's mind. right. That's right, videos. man. 30 seconds
0: <laughs> ago.
1: <laughs> Tell yeah.
0: us. I watched uh, the premiere of uh, Dark Matter 2. Oh. This was uh, a little gem from last year that uh, picked up a bit of traction. People who thought maybe this was a shit show at the start ended up following it through the whole season. And we're a little bit sad to see it go at the end. I count myself as one of those people. <laughs> My life was significantly emptier in the absence of dark matter and fight ship. Um, so it's back, and uh, the crew are in real trouble with the law. And Uh-oh. this is uh, this is where kind of it kind of grabbed me back, straight back into it. Because do you remember how things weren't really kind of as Mark was talking about earlier? What would you do in real life? Kind of thing? <laughs> that never happens in dark matter. It's always by the book, sci-fi uh, stereotypes and right. blah blah blah. Of course. So they're they're in a maximum security prison, and this maximum security prison with all the deepest scum of the galaxy is not segregated between males and females <laughs> like oh how do you think that would work out in real life <laughs> uh, and they they basically do, sp- do they
3: explore the issues uh, that might be associated with such a setup
0: um there is uh, there are a couple of tangential uh, references but it, it's largely uh, assumed that Nothing like that could ever possibly happen, even in a maximum security prison <laughs> filled with bad people who do those kind of things all the time. <laughs> right. So, uh yeah, it, it's it's great. It gets straight back into it. You know, they go into the prison and it's basically the whole first episode is them all establishing cred in the prison. So it's fight after fight after fight, you know, take on the big guy, take on the bad girl, you know. And uh you know, by the end of it I, I really did believe that these people could handle themselves in prison. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, you should have seen the way that guy used a spoon. It was just it was magnificent. Yeah. Um So, so you're set
3: up for the season, you're gonna save them all and watch them in a big uh, you know, all at once, a big binge.
0: Well, you see, that's the thing I kinda like about Dark Matter, is because it's not so good that you wanna save it up and watch it all. It's just right, right. it's just something that'll get you through a Tuesday night, you know? Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to hang in there watch this season. Yeah. Cool. So there you go.
3: Cool. Nice one. Dark Matter. Oh, i sorry. I can't let this pass. Uh, just
0: yeah. on the whole how Mark views the world thing. <laughs> Dark Matter, obviously, they have nearly all good-looking people. And at the, the very start of the, the season two, uh, uh, first episode, um, they're standing in a room and you just, it's a dark room and you just hear this disembodied voice saying, Take off your clothes. Oh, I like it.
4: Was it Mark? It sounded uncannily like Mark.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, I'll leave you with that. <laughs> I um, don't know what you guys are up to. All right, okay. Um, okay. Standing so. in
2: a dark room, apparently. <laughs> 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 Waiting for the time to say my line.
3: <laughs> right. First of our movies, Central Intelligence. Mark, tell us about Central, Central
2: Intelligence. intelligence. Uh, this is a film about a little heart and a big Johnson. <laughs> so um, it's The Rock's latest movie. He plays alongside Kevin Hart. The Rock was a fat kid in high school, got bullied. His only friend back then was Kevin Hart, who was the most popular kid in school. Flash forward twenty years or whatever, and The Rock is now a mountain of a man, as we all know. And uh, Kevin Hart's character is no longer the king of all he surveys. Uh, they run into each other for high school reunion, and. It becomes apparent immediately by the Rock's character telling him that he's in the CIA, and they wind up having a madcap adventure trying to save the world.
1: And so,
2: am I the only one that's seen it? No. Okay. Have you seen it, Jonah?
1: I have not, but I look forward oh. to hearing about the Rock.
3: Yeah, I think I think you need to see this. Do you I? Know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a precursor to my my review. Um, this is this was never going to be a serious movie. It's never going to be an Oscar contender.
1: No, but know? that's not what The um, Rock does, really. For the no, uh,
3: you know, it's sort of in the Melissa McCarthy com- comedy kind of uh, area for me, you know? <laughs> that kind of easy-to-watch visual chewing gum, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and a few giggles thrown in as yeah. well, you know? Um, this is actually probably the funniest movie I've seen this year. Oh, wow. Now, I haven't seen many funny Movies, but <laughs> this is probably the funniest one I've seen. It's not clever, clever. It's a bit iffy, actually. And Kevin Hart, he does go a bit OTT on the exasperation type stuff at times. But isn't that his style, um, though? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is true. But can be a, a, a little bit sort of OTT on oh, sure yeah, it. Oh, You want be, yeah.
2: you want direction to jump in there if he is going over the top, like. But maybe, maybe that's what they wanted from him.
3: True true actually um you can see in the outtakes that even goes even more over the top uh, which is ah the outtakes are just brilliant they're brilliant and uh, you you just sort of get into these characters really quickly um the rock sort of plays uh, he's got sort of a simple kind of character uh initially and then sort of layers start to peel off and you realize you know he's not as simple as he initially seems Mm -hmm. and that's just brilliantly done as well um uh yeah, Rock it, is it, really it, good.
1: Yeah, I yeah, can see him yeah, being really is. good. Is his character kind of somewhat similar to him in real life in terms of the sense of humor? You know, happy go lucky kind of jibes at people and a bit um self uh what's the word deprecating? deprecating.
3: He's a bit more vulnerable than you'd imagine he would be. Okay. That's
2: yeah, it. it's it's not it's not the Rock. It's it's not like it's not him exactly. Like he's doing oh. a really good job creating a character here because. Mm-hmm. Like what Steve has just described, he does all of that with character acting. Like, right, yeah, um,
4: it's like, not like he,
2: Ballers. <laughs> no, <laughs> Have you, do you watch himself. Ballers, Shona? No, <laughs> oh, you should watch that. The Rocks TV show on yeah. HBO, yeah, no, it's really, it really is, good. Is it, yeah, yeah. it's really
0: good.
1: I've seen okay, it. And I've, season I've two, contemplated uh, season linking it, but I'm making my way through Snog Mary Avoid US, which is called Love, Lust, or Mary.
0: Oh, I haven't heard about that. <laughs>
1: it's, a new, it's a new show, Mike. I, it might be your thing. Oh, yeah.
0: I used to love Sounds Snog Dog, Mary Avoid. Do
1: you really? Of course. It's called Love, Luster Run, and it's yeah. Stacey London, who used to do another TLC makeover show. Okay. She's now the, she's what Pod is in the oh, UK okay, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they spend a bit more time on backstory. Right because it's an American show, yeah, so they kind of... Yeah.
0: Are they all doing it for their parents and stuff? And...
1: Well, you yeah, know, <laughs> there's all these different reasons. But anyways, it's, it's great. So, I've been watching okay. that at the moment instead so of ballers, but yeah, I will okay. put ballers on my radar. What,
3: what What's it called again, Sean? Um,
1: it's called... Well, see, if you're looking through the planner on TV, it's called uh, Snog, Mary Avoid US.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But the actual show is called Love, Lust, or Run. Hmm.
3: <laughs> I'm just waiting for another one to come out. With, you know, call it like... Uh... Sick, dying, dead, buried, rotten, and forgotten.
1: <laughs>
3: well, there's a bit, there's a the gap in my schedule. You
2: know. <laughs> that American grit used to take
1: up. <laughs> well, maybe mm. this is your thing, Mark. I don't mm-hmm. know. You can watch people who yeah. dress ridiculously mm-hmm. get uh, under Sp- makeup. Speaking of American
2: grit, the, the, that PT and his sort of oh, yes. trainee was were back in the gym. Really, she wasn't hot that day. She hmm. decided to keep her top on. Oh, okay, oh, That's a bit unfortunate. Do you know,
1: yeah. by the way, um, I was listening back to last week's episode um, this week and I realized that when we were talking about that, there was a point in which I said I err on the side of not wearing a sports bra to clarify the rest of that <laughs> sentence should have been. Only a sports bra. Because at the gym, I do indeed wear a sports bra. There's just clothes on top of it. I was going to back to it. It's like, at it least it's like I'm going to the gym. It's yeah. like flying free.
0: Yeah, our, our, our listenership doubled last week. It you know? <laughs> <laughs> went <viral. laughs> Maybe we should talk about her no bra again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Skip to the Shona parts. <laughs> yeah.
1: So they were back put in that the gym, were they, Mark? Were you, were yeah, you lolling again then... at yourself?
3: Oh, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say, we have to put that in the show tags. But what? What? Do you do you press?
2: <laughs> just to let people know when we're talking about it, you're right, yeah, yeah, Steve. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They were back in. You no, know, it was more of the same. Him just pushing her beyond failure in a bunch of exercises, and her gamely attempting to do that. But um, no, I wasn't. He, the only interaction I've had with that, I get the impression that he wants to talk to me. That guy, because, but I think he thinks that I should be in awe of him, which right. I am not at all, right? So like when he walks towards me, say, he kind of look at me. He's ready to make eye contact. Mm -hmm. Waiting for me to say something. And I just look down either at my book to see what I'm doing next or the machine I'm heading to or the weights I'm heading to. Mm -hmm. And I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see how our no relationship develops.
1: Maybe while you're (laughs) exercising one day, he'll just come over and start touching you.
2: Mm. (laughs) Maybe, uh, yeah. But see, do you know what? I would love... See, this, this is where the people listening realize what a dick I am. But anyway, I would love, <laughs> no, I'd love if you came over and tried to correct something I was doing. I would love it because I would fucking roast him. Like I'm no expert, but I, I know more. You're I
1: pretty much an expert. You're I'm close. not at all, but I reckon I know
2: expert, at no. least as much as he does. Like.
0: So, what, what do you think would happen? You'd have a dance off or something? Or?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd probably fucking
2: win it. So but no, but you know the way, look, this is the problem, right? This is the problem. So, when you're young and up for stuff, right, you go really deep into learning things and you learn them. And then you, you do them and get better with them as you get older, right? Yeah. But the problem is, those things you learned change, right? Mm. So, all of a sudden, you get to a point where the thing you're doing you're now doing it wrong despite the fact that you were the expert when you learned it and I think that's what's happened to this guy he hasn't kept current
4: yeah, yeah.
2: he has her doing I'll tell you I'll give you an example something that was a, all the rage in gyms back in 1999 mm. is where you would tie weight to a rope and tie the rope to a stick and then roll the stick so that the rope loops up and lifts mm-hmm. the weight all the way up the top mm. yeah everybody was doing that in 99 he has her doing it now nobody does that nobody uh, it's a waste of time. Like all it does is, is pre-exhaust your forearms. Like, um, but anyway, he has a that kind of thing. Huh. So you're shortening the rope by wrapping it around the stick gotcha. and it lifts the weight. Right. And there's a variation where people rest their hands on a bar so that you can't cheat by moving your elbows. You know, and I'm just going. There's like, a
3: funny, funny story about a weight on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's not really. No, my, I just remember that because uh, my dad used to play a lot of badminton and he tennis elbow. So in the early 80s, he was told by uh, his physio that he needed to put a weight on a stick and roll it up with his right hand, you know. But he used to have it in the car as he was driving. <laughs> down He had it down beside the seat of the driver's seat. And it was like a big lump of rock that he got out in the burn or something. Put <laughs> a bit of rope around <laughs> Oh, it was so ridiculous. Anyway... <laughs>
2: Anyway, things, things move on and you have to stay current if you want to stay in the game, you know, so and like that, the, the fact that he's putting her past failure in every exercise every time he trains her means he doesn't know much about overtraining or anything like that or how the body actually rebounds when you're not on steroids mm. So, that's, oh. well, that, that's what I think anyway, but anyway, I do hope that he comes over and corrects me on something or tries to at least Yeah, I want to hear so, more about this we, drama Can we talk some more about The Rock? So, Central, in, <laughs> central Intelligence Yeah, Steve was in mid-review there
3: Sorry, yeah, it's a rope, and you, you twist it around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, yeah, rock was good. Mike, did you see the rock?
0: Uh, I'm sorry to say no, Steve. I didn't.
3: Oh, you're a failure. I know. You know I, 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 no, I
0: do genuinely feel badly about this, you know, because it
4: yeah. was...
2: That's make Steve I can talk about it if you want
3: <laughs> yeah I do yeah yeah I want to hear uh, <laughs> anyone else opinion it. apart from my own yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned that it's, it's not exactly an Oscar contender it's not trying to be obviously it is very close to completely predictable, which is intentional so they want you to guess everything that's going on so you can be kind of waiting for it they don't they don't like their twist quote unquote is very highly telegraphed on purpose so you have to kind of accept that the plot isn't why you're there it's the fun they have getting through to get to it right yeah and like i don't know if anyone has watched the youtube videos where they're promoting this movie Mm -hmm. but there's a bunch of them i recommend people watch where kevin hart impersonates the rock and vice versa i've seen those some of the funniest stuff like they're so funny the two guys aren't they so the rock like at the risk of sounding foolish, The Rock's performance is actually a little bit complex um, and I think he does a great job at it. He is in great shape for it, as he always He's is. He's always um, in great shape.
1: I'd be surprised if he wasn't in great shape.
2: I was I was listening to him on UFC Unfiltered promoting this film. That's another great podcast uh, with Matt Sarah and Jim Norton. and uh, He says that the gap between filming for each movie is dictated by what size he needs to be. Okay. so he was saying that for fast and furious he needs about six weeks because he has to put on about 25 pounds and then he said for central intelligence he said for that character he felt that that guy would be a little bit smaller so he reduced his weight accordingly he trained to be a little bit leaner than he would be and then when he goes up to something like fast and furious he becomes like beast mode and obviously for hercules it's fairly well documented that he went as big as he's ever been want to be the biggest he, he could he could be for that character because that's obviously central to the to the role right? Hercules is the strongest person so, mm-hmm. so it's really interesting the amount of training that guy does he, he works so hard So if you but, had um, a
0: big rock that would give you a brock <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, did they ever match up in the WWE? I think they did But I, oh, do you know what? I went back and watched um, WrestleMania 32 there, this year's WrestleMania and I watched... Uh, John Cena in the ring with The Rock, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because now they're TV movie stars. Yeah. So it was kind of funny to see in that setting. But I was the whole time there going, "Which of them is bigger?"
3: I don't really. Cena, isn't the rock Cena bigger looks a bit. He's no. taller.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any comparison. The Rock is just a fundamentally bigger human being.
3: He's, he's
2: 6 he's six, tall, isn't he? He's no, 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 no. Look, look at they. They judge bodybuilding competitions all the time between people of different heights. There's isn't height categories like. Oh. So Cena looks a bit thicker, but The Rock is bigger, definitely. Yeah,
0: he's just a bigger but, human being. He's, he's probably forty pounds heavier than, than John Cena because
2: he's taller. Exactly. But like if you look at their physiques, yeah. Uh, John Cena is really thick. He's yeah. really thickly muscled. His chest, his back. He's like yeah. he's just so like from front to back takes yeah. a while. Like,
0: yeah.
2: but like and like what I'm saying Cena's is, I,
0: I could put on forty pounds. I will never look as big as you. Because you're just fundamentally a larger human being. You
2: know? Yeah, you're, okay, right, I see where we're going with this, yeah. right? So I, I, let me rephrase. Yeah. I was comparing their physiques in the abstract. Ah, uh,
0: okay, okay. I thought you were talking about overall mass. To see of- who I thought
2: had the better musculature, right? Okay. <clears throat> and they're both ripped to shreds and massive, but I think I'd, I'd give the edge to the rock. Mm. And also Cena looks, Cena needs to bring up his upper Shoulders and, and neck, I think, because it, it looks like, it looks like he he took the, the head of a tinier human being and added it to his body.
1: Sean <laughs> like whereas, has no neck; he just looks like a kind of stump where it's been fused, and he's just like
2: his, his head looks really small. It's like it was just popped on and belongs to somebody else. Whereas the rock, I think, looks a bit more proportional. But anyway, we're gone so far off topic; it's not even funny. It's my fault. Too apologies, listeners. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm taken up
0: by all these uh, uh, meanderings. Into other subjects that the movie itself probably didn't stick with you as much as you'd hoped to.
2: It's incredibly funny. I agree with Steve. It's one of the funniest films of the year. Mm. I would, I highly, highly recommend it to people. Mm. And watching it in the big screen where other people are laughing along is really a really good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you don't need a big screen for what's happening yeah. on mm. in the film, but, but for just. The experience. Yeah. Like you know, this, you know the clip in the trailer where The Rock throws a grenade under a car, and then <laughs> Kevin yeah. Hart does this really funny walk away from it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I'd laugh again at that, yeah, but when yeah. he's doing his, his jiggling yeah. of the shoulders yeah. and walk, it's so funny. It's like that is funny every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, and the funniest bits weren't in the trailer. There's a lot of funny stuff that you don't know about. Um, yeah. So it, it's really good. It's really good. I, right. I, I can't recommend it enough. Okay.
3: Now now are we gonna mark so how would you mark it?
2: Well this is a difficulty. So I just yeah. as an FYI I smuggled in um chicken in a lunchbox mm. and cream this time. <laughs> Very good. Didn't even didn't even buy it in a store brought in lunchbox <laughs> catch me if you can century cinemas <laughs> it'll be jerky next actually oh I'm gonna have so much jerky anyway, I think this will have to be um, the new
1: topic of Mark's Mumbles it's like what food did you did you yeah. smuggle into this yeah yeah, this week? yeah yeah, yeah. and, probably, and they become no ever margins. more elaborate like there's yeah. gonna be a pineapple next week yeah.
0: <laughs> a full 18 pound turkey with trimmings <laughs> <laughs> there's no Mark's Mumbles right there's no mark section
2: sometimes he has a story that happened to him during the week and it bursts out from recording starts
1: all right we'll keep mark's cred and we'll call it mark's totally cred not topic topic Hmm, time that he never ever talks about
2: spontaneous okay for anyone listening spontaneous (laughs) Um, Um, so given it a high mark is tricky because the lack of substance but here are the things to consider. It's really funny, which is what it's trying to do. It's the, Rock has, the Rock has a multi-layered character in what in something that's very simply written. So I think it's um it's a six for me, and I would like to give it higher. It's very close to a seven, but I'm coming in at a six. And I recommend everybody watch it. That, that relatively low score um, belies the fact that I think it's a great movie. Sounds awful, man, Mark.
1: That sounds like it should be I, a seven, Mark. Yeah.
3: You know what? Um, I th- I think Mark's right. He's buying on the money. You know I think, what? You know, well, I think we, we always should, do. You were a miserable yeah. shite, like, But I, Mark, mark I, 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 I I expected more from him. <laughs> <laughs> I I completely agree with, with, with his points as to why as well. That's a, that's the mark I was going to give it. Yeah, six. It, it's very very funny, very entertaining. It's not. Do go not, and watch it, guys. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. Um, I might orchestrate
1: okay. an afternoon away from the baba so that I can go to the cinema. Oh, yeah, and you're you
2: want to go to the film we're watching next week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> well, let's see what's on the list for next week, and I'll let you know.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. So first of our TV is Roadies. Who wants to tell us about Roadies?
1: So Roadies is a new TV show. Uh, I can't even think of the network right now. Okay. Um, Anyways, okay. KWRPH.
0: It's... <laughs> sure, I could say that.
1: Um, and it's produced by Mark Horowitz. Um, I should have prepared for this a bit better. <laughs> Anyways, it's a show about the roadies. Well, it, and the... It, it's
3: created by Cameron Crowe.
1: Yes. Yeah. Not the Cameron Crowe, is it? Australian? It is. That guy. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's about. Roadies, as it's so titled, about the the people, I suppose, backstage that travel with um, a band while they're on tour and they put together these massive shows. So it's meant to be um, a fictional drama, I suppose, Mm -hmm. staged in the arena during the days when they're setting it up, the relationship between the crew, their total devotion to the band and the music and all of the characters that come with that life. So, who got, yeah. to um, got to see this?
3: I think most of us. <laughs> All right. Mm. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so, um, this stars Imogen Poots and Luke Wilson. Oh, yeah. Of others.
1: course. Luke mm. Wilson would be the kind of the main character. And mm. he is the... What was his job again? He's not uh, the road manager. Chief
3: production program. manager. Or something. Yeah.
1: He's but, kind of the big guy.
0: Yeah. Mike. I, I had a real, real problem with this. Yeah. Um, it was so self-indulgent. What the feeling I got when I was watching this was, uh, do you know when you have uh, a major series that has uh, run for a long time, been hugely popular, like mm-hmm. I don't Lost or right. Grey's Anatomy or something mm-hmm. like that, whether you like them or not, they've earned the right to yeah. have a last episode where they all kind of nothing much has happened, but we're you know we're just taking some time out to examine how much we love these characters over the years and maybe be a little bit frivolous and Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna miss that guy. And this that that kind of feeling right. that you get in a last episode. Mm-hmm. This is the the this is the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one of the main characters, Imogen Poots or whatever, she's basically leaving the 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 group. Mm-hmm. So they they streamlined the whole episode around her leaving, mm-hmm. and it's almost like they assume that you're supposed that to care. We care. <laughs> I like what you know. Seven seasons in, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes, not so much.
1: <laughs> but Mike, she made a movie that compiles all of different people running in films. She's a serious artist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And why does she have to have a skateboard? I know, I mean, it was really. so contrived. Oh God. I know. Yeah. Really? You think? Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just a girl in a man's world, but I got a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's all about the music. I can only do it if I believe in the music, oh, God. but I don't believe in the music.
0: Oh dear just
1: make it stop. Steve, <laughs> what did you think?
3: What I think?
2: What of? the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> this was a I, tremendous show. Oh that no! Was all Mark is
1: standing up; he's ready for a fight.
2: You just sit here and for the rest shit on <laughs> the life's work of people generating a show.
3: Cameron Crowe, for God's sake! Oh no, we lost Mark. Hmm.
1: Oh, I thought <laughs> he just God. stopped talking and he yeah. was just standing. I thought and he was just so overcome back. with
0: emotion that he. Had... <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah. So so this was yeah. I mean initially it was wooden and it it had that you know that kind of that kind of snappy too cool for school interactions, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that, cool. that kind of dialogue yeah. drives me mad. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of, you know, that you remember that time we barely got out of Kosovo yeah. and then we <laughs> continue on do you know yeah. that kind of conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kosovo. That was hard man, you know. Yeah. And uh and then the and then there was the scene on the stage with the corporate guy. This corporate guy arrived in. <laughs> <be perfect. laughs> right. The finance guy. Um, yeah, finance guy. And that, that was sort of, I think, a turning point for this. Um, a good I think turning they, point they, they or a bad quit. turning point? Yeah. Well, they, they sort of quit all the, the character development and the snappy lines and mm. the, the too cool for mm. school stuff. Mm. And, uh, then the, I thought that scene was great, actually. Um, mm. and I liked the, the way Kel, Imogen Hoots mm-hmm. was so uh, outspoken and uh, she was a great character, right? Mm-hmm. But I do agree... She was, was really a... good at skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, she really there was. That, there was that very predictable storyline, Kell, and very... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We've seen this loads of times before. Uh, loads of times. So, I mean, if, I mean if, you, if it was something... Where threatens... have we
2: seen this before?
1: <laughs> <Wait a laughs> where, second,
3: where have back, we seen back, this, back. Mark, we, seen this before? Mark, wait your turn get this point out we've seen this uh it's almost like a a point that they have to hit where in the storyline you have this person who's going to leave in the pilot right Mm. and you know full well they're not gonna (laughs) right i mean uh if you have someone threatening to leave a tv show an episode one, and you want the audience to follow along and to wander will they won't they you know
0: well i mean Uh, unless it's sean bean
3: (laughs) (laughs) well well then you can't make them a seven or greater you know, because you know that they're not going, right?
2: Yeah, so I I get that that was predictable, right? So that aspect of it was predictable because they'd invested so much into her character, her backstory and all of that, the establishment, right? So you know she's sticking around. But there was a point in that show where I went, I think this girl is really fucking leaving, you know? And given the fact that intellectually I knew she wasn't, that's a tremendous bit of writing and, and storytelling, and uh, But I, I was saying, where have we seen this before? Because they don't do that that often. I I can't remember when that's actually happened, where they tell you for a full episode, this person's leaving, and then they don't. Like,
0: uh, probably like in see, the last episode of Grey's Anatomy, Chicago Fire, Boston Legal. The last
3: episode. <laughs> Wolf of Wall yes. Street. The With last F- episode, yeah, that's fine. We've definitely seen this in the pilots before. Well I,
2: well, I couldn't think of one. Like You've seen more pilots than I have, Steve, but I can't remember when. I thought this was relatively fresh. It was a fresh approach, right? And everything that her character did seemed to have more weight because of the way it was set up. Like, And I actually was at the end going, oh, I really hope she doesn't leave. <laughs> so like, they got me. Like, they, they had me invest in that character in a very real way because of how they set it up. Like.
3: Now, granted, uh, uh, apart from it being predictable and so on, I didn't want her to go either. It's a great; she's a great character. Um, I know it's. I agree with the skateboarding and all that mm-hmm. and all that kind of side of it, but um, yeah, it was a bit contrived and so on—a bit more than a bit. But there was another big issue with this, mm-hmm. um, and that was the sort of sitcom slash cartoon esque ending. You know that were set up several times during mm-hmm. the episode with reminders. Whatever you do now. Don't do such and such, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, And then, and then, oh, there we go! It happened, mm-hmm. you know. And they all sort of get together and laugh together, like a Scooby Doo episode or something. <laughs> go, oh, 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 you I'm, silly thing! You know, you I know. Made what I mean? a poo in you my know, pants. You know, yeah, that's fair. That's, that <laughs> is fair. And then fade to black. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. I'm not going back for more. It was fun while well, it lasted, but no.
1: All right, time for my review. Yeah, this was terrible. And let me tell you why. (laughs) I disagree that it was fresh, because it wasn't. I mean, every single moment of this felt predictable. But what I had really liked about the show, and what drew me to it initially, was from the trailers, it was sold as maybe being... um, an interesting take on people behind the scenes and their interactions were going to be interesting. There was going to be relationships there that came together and fell apart. Uh, the production value is kind of snappy and cool. There was a music backdrop and I thought that there was a lot of potential there. But what we got instead was a show that I think fails to properly um, determine its audience because in some aspects it's kitschy and it almost would be aimed at the glee crowd that might be skewing a bit younger, let's say, where it's kind of this like utopian... Um... Mm-hmm paint by numbers you know behind the scenes you know Mm -hmm. there's the people who are so cool they're fucking too cool for school Mm -hmm. and you know you try to talk to them and they're just like listen it's all about the music for me (laughs) and then there's her moody brother who works for Pearl Jam and he just got fired and he's just like I just love them so much and then he shows (laughs) up at his sister's work and the people are like sorry to hear about PJ because like they call Pearl Jam PJ Mm -hmm. because they're all like you know scenesters I fucking hate (laughs) scenesters if you ever meet me in real life and you're a scene Step because I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, just step off, man. Just step. People with pretensions. <laughs> yeah, she, she even notions. has a hand to go with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we have a lot of that kind of skewing younger um, glee aspect, but then you also have a character that no one has addressed yet, which is the really creepy pixie manic insane girl who masturbates with a microphone and then also deep throats it.
3: <laughs> she was really hot. Yeah, I yeah, did kind of you know, like that. that but... This reminds me the of crazy... the it, Is It Bicycle Studios on two two levels. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, Michael, Michael, fill us in on that. <laughs> uh, 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 I, <laughs> Go on. Anyway. I didn't know you
0: filmed me after you guys left every week. <laughs>
1: So, and that was, like, the craziest sex scene I've ever seen. In terms of actually crazy, like, this mm. woman was told to act, I think. Like, she was ODing on cocaine while, like, riding somebody. Yeah. Mm. And she's, like, basically humping a laminate it because it's so mm. important for her to be back. It's just, I don't know what happened there, mm. but... So she had really at least like powered the me. microphone
0: on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's weird elements to the episode. They're definitely not skewing younger and out of nowhere, kind of just, like, hypersexual, and it's... it's but it's
2: rock and roll, though. That's jarring. not crazy. It's comedy. No, I get it's...
1: that it's rock and roll, but, I mean, there's still, I would say, the tone of the show. I'm not saying that these events... Uh, well, I would hope they don't happen, but who knows? Maybe people They totally enjoy... do!
2: Bitches be oh, crazy! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but I think the tone of the rest of the part, you know, especially the the backstage people... The tone of the show is skewing younger. It doesn't have mm. kind of, I think, uh, maybe real life mm-hmm. inserted in at any point. Um, mm. There's not really any grittiness. It's mm. it's kind of cartoonish, what about, which is fine. But what it about jars. the lady who doesn't,
0: never talks to her husband.
1: Yeah, that's that was okay, kind of sad. That's another issue I have. Owen Wilson and uh, the woman who is, I don't know, his... Or his
3: brother Luke, even. Yeah. Oh yeah, whoever Luke, yeah. Yeah. whoever the hell it is that's the lead of this mm-hmm. show.
1: Um, yeah. I don't think makes a very captivating lead. I'm not particularly interested in his story. Mm. I'm guessing they're using him as a proxy because he's like our, uh, I was gonna say a to He's our, um, access, yeah, you them. know, uh, open access to mm. every part backstage because that's what his job is. But, um, I don't find his character particularly interesting. I don't find mm. the acting interesting. Um, I, I'm not interested in where his storyline might go. They're trying to mm. kind of hook us, uh, with the potential, personal tryst but i don't care about that either um what else didn't i like about this i just i wasn't a huge fan of it the production value was good there's obviously money that's been put into the show um but there was nothing that happened that wasn't predictable there's a weird thing that they're also trying to be uh they're trying to get a lot of you know cred with the kids watching Mm -hmm. the show by doing actual music so they have the sound engineer seems to have a song of the day, yeah. and she uses the song, I'm assuming, to test audio levels. Mm-hmm. But then during the show, it actually gets written on the screen like Song of the Day, mm-hmm. and then they play a song by a band, mm-hmm. and the song title and band name come up mm-hmm. on the screen.
0: Wasn't it about song affairs?
1: What was it, The Frightened Rabbits? Yeah, it like, was a good no, song. La, la,
0: la, la.
1: We all know Mike is the best singer of the, the Bicycle Crew, so that's why we left him that role this
0: week. The, the Letter Kenny Musical side. <laughs> Society hasn't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: You know, despite the music being good or bad, I mean, they were clearly like the, the executives were like, yeah, let's do this mm. bit like, you know, each episode where we have like a real song. We'll, we'll feature someone who's cool and in indie and it'll make us cool and in indie, mm. but we'll make it like fit yeah. into the show. Mm. Then there's also this finance guy who comes out of nowhere and he's like the corporate guy that nobody likes. He's all about the money man. Mm. We're all about the music man mm. and we're all yeah. about the band. And now you're here to tell us about the money. Mm. And this mm. guy is a character, caricature of every like, um, slasher, Oof. finance, mm. auditing guy, <laughs> you've ever seen. I think a much funnier version of this type of character was Ben in Parks and Recreation, who falls mm. in love with Leslie. He did a brilliant job of being brought in to have to kind of cut the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the spending of the department. But this guy comes in and goes totally over the top. And Steve, the, <laughs> the speech that you talk about him giving, for me, was the breaking point of the episode <laughs> where it absolutely jumped the shark because <laughs> Out of nowhere, this like quiet, unassuming business guy who's there to like interview people and decide where there is excess spending is giving a performance in the arena, being like, (laughs) "You all think that you're here about the music, but it's all money, and you're all overspending. And you either have to be really well paid and rich, or you have to be really poor and doing the hard work. But there's nothing in between, and if you're in between, then you're fired." And then he's like running up to the microphone and yelling into it for effect. And then like our indie, too cool for school girl is giving her heartfelt speech about the music and like how dare financial management come into like massive arena show production and it's uh a clash of oh my god it was ridiculous and then they obviously tried to insert some sort of sexual tension between those two mm. characters which is completely redonk mm. and now, yeah the show was just, There's just so many issues with this <laughs> i really wanted I, to like one, it but one i think i liked
3: it. about that corporate guy though was uh you know the roadie guy that they 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 were firing yeah the guy uh
2: you need yeah, to yeah, rewind whatever. the podcast thirty seconds, and go back <laughs> in time, it if you remember. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he's always going on about you weren't there, man. You know when? But I love the way he's slagging him about. I don't care if you're there with Led lead zippy zappy or whoever it was. <laughs> you know? He just really didn't care. Like, I thought that was so funny, in, and it, because of the the environment that he was in, yeah. it was brilliant. Because you know, yeah. these people
0: are just way old. Uh, he doesn't care about being
1: a fish out of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. Much, much though, I hate to defend the show. Uh, I... Jesus,
1: Mike. One day I thought we were going to maybe see eye to eye. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, go defend the show.
0: I thought the corporate guy was the best part of it. Uh, you know, like what Steve was talking about there. All, all the scenes that were memorable, he was a part of it, mm. um, and I know he was. You know, a, a you know a caricature of the finance guy type. Yeah. But like this, you know, there's a member of the of the group who pretends to be British
4: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> from New Jersey, <laughs> and, and the, the interaction between. The actual British guy and the pretend British guy just fucking cracked me up. When well, he's like... like,
1: "Don't mock my accent," like, "Don't <laughs> no, mock my accent." a piss out
0: of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, although I fucking hated this, I won't say it's completely without merit. I'm I'm sure there's a demographic somewhere out there that will enjoy this. I'm
1: curious. If you like this show, email us. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Can I just tell you how I liked it? Now, would that be okay? Please, yeah, go no. ahead, Mark. Yeah. Since you're here, so this is this is a very heartwarming story about people who believe in something so much that they'll pretty much do anything for it. And um, we see in the case of the stalker that you mentioned, Shona, how she will literally do anything for it. So an awful lot of this show is about. They keep saying it's about the music because to them it is about the music. It's not about getting paid or all the rest of it. It's that the show goes on, that the band plays, they sound great and all that. And I wonder I wonder if, if, if you and Mike maybe just don't believe in anything anymore and you just can't relate to this.
1: <laughs> oh, it's been well documented on this podcast that I've been dead inside for years. So that's not disputed.
2: Because, like, I'm somewhere in between. I'm not quite at that level of cynicism yet. Because I looked at it and went, yeah, I remember when I had dreams.
1: (laughs) Mark, your dreams are dead.
2: Um, Well, while my dreams may have died, I can still remember them. I remember what it was like. (laughs) There was times when I would have been that girl that stood up and said the speech (laughs) to the corporate man, you know. But, like, I don't see what the... Pro- like, it's it's contrived. Mm. They're trying to seduce us into believing in this world, right, by every... And it's mm. predictable, as you said, mm. Shona, but it, every predictable means they can find.
0: See, Mark, but, that, that's where we differ, you know. I, you, you still have your dreams. When I dream, I dream of blue cubicles with the promise of an extra network card. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But uh, like, so I I can remember a time when I was young and foolish and I was that person. And like when I, when I was when I was watching the show, I was just thinking, there's so many people that love something so much they will work for buttons to be involved in it. And these are these people, mm. and the older ones are the ones that never actually grow up. And the like the oldest guy is that he's still there, he hasn't figured out yet that you know you're essentially being used by the thing that you love, you know, mm. um. And then corporate guy comes along and tries to just shit on this thing that they love so much. And he's just a brilliant antagonist. But there's some spark between him and the other girl.
1: Mm.
2: And uh, I, I think that's going to be a really good... Uh, that
1: might be the only interesting storyline of the show.
2: It's going to be a really interesting storyline, yeah. She needs to get better at multitasking as well, that girl.
1: Why, when was she bad at it? I just don't remember. When she was
2: skateboarding after the story. Oh yeah, that's true. Um... I like you. Obviously, don't know any crazy bitches because, like, I, are you kidding that, me? That that microphone thing didn't fucking knock a stir out of me. I was like, no, I'm not. Water, I'm
1: not the fact that it's in the show, but in this show with the rest of the tone, it just didn't make any sense. Sorry, did I just miss something? I apparently just missed something. I need to rewind the podcast now. Ten seconds.
0: <laughs> There's Twenty years of Mark's life Flashing in front of my eyes. <laughs>
2: you just need to know more crazy bitches, man. <laughs> Um, like a woman is not crazy, like but you, <laughs> you gather enough of them, bitches be cray cray, like. Um, and this one is a, a really good example of someone who is just her cheese has slid way off her crack like. <laughs> like I've I've met I've met people like that, you know. I I have met like
0: you've seen I, the darkness.
2: <laughs> but anyway, without putting too fine a point on it, like. You know, they went a bit far with that scene, but it uh, it it didn't it didn't knock me out of the immersion. It kind of went like, because if you think about the kind of people that hang around with rock bands and how that goes, or even any star, right? You know, bitches be cray cray like. <laughs> um, so look, I enjoyed this. It, mm-hmm. Like I said when I interrupted you guys reviewing the, the the main story, I mean about whether she was going to leave the show or not. I was rooting for her to stick around, which means like I'm a mark for this kind of mm-hmm. contrived uh, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll hold my hands up and say I am. I'm probably the easiest mark in this room, certainly.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, but that's fine, you know. <laughs> There's plenty of me are people as gullible as me out there. And I, I don't I don't see why this show would do really badly. I didn't look at the ratings I meant to, but uh I, I think I think part
1: part of my problem is that my parents are both musicians. My sister's a musician and then I was dating one for a long time in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh my takeaway from all of that was get yourself a real job and support yourself (laughs) dreams are for children Uh,
2: completely but i said that that's that's exactly the thing that i felt when i was watching this i was going man you could do that for a summer but like Uh, then you just look at yourself and go i'm not going to be the ball guy like you know 20 years when i've made like five grand a year and been on the road the whole time that's not going to be me like yeah but people there are plenty of people that don't do that
4: yeah
2: you know um and eventually, then you turn around and go, "Well, like I'm I'm 47, but no marketable sp- skills apart from my ability to sound check a microphone." <laughs> I suppose I better stick with this then. <laughs> yeah. You know, so look, I I thought it was a very easy watch. Um, the music was enjoyable. I had no problem with them telling us what song they were trying to sell, right. um, which is what that music uh, that mm-hmm. those titles flicking up was about, because they had overlaid titles before. Mm-hmm. And what they were actually doing was they were characterizing the checklist that they all have of what they're doing into the scenes of the episode. Mm
4: -hmm. So they have a
2: list that they go to and check off as things happen. And then every so often they flick that line item up onto our screens. And one of those was song of the day, you know. So I didn't find it as jarring as I think you probably did, Shona. Mm -hmm. So look, I'm a bit more gullible than you guys, as usual. And I don't seem to have a problem with girls getting on with microphones. So I really liked it. It's a thriller for me. Um, more microphones next week. Is I that like this, uh, a three-way
3: microphone? <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, three fillers in the thriller?
1: Yeah, it's a filler for me for sure.
0: Yeah, despite the hot microphone action, I, I just can't, I can't justify. <laughs> <laughs> a HMA.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, me neither. No. Um, okay. Next up, uh, Dead of Summer. I put this in the list.
2: (laughs) We did? I put this in in the list because it was, um, it was kept popping up when I watched Guilt. I'm up to date on Guilt as well, by the way. Great show. Oh. I talked about it uh, the week before last, so we'll leave it for now. Guilt uh, comes
1: on after Dead of Summer because I saw the ads for it, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I saw that and I said, geez, that looks like a bit of crack. Can anyone remember the TV show we reviewed ages ago that I watched the bitter, bitter end where it's a slasher TV show where someone gets killed every week? Big brother. <laughs> Very good, Mike. I like I see what you did there. Very clever. But no, it's not the show I'm thinking of. It was set in a big like country estate in the States. And there's a murder they're trying to solve, and they're trying to figure out who the murderer is. But that murderer continues to murder other people. And every week someone dies. And they had this big social media thing where, who will die next on? It might have been called Slasher.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I remember the ad. I don't remember yeah. the show.
2: <laughs> See, you would you would have only watched the one episode, right? You would yeah. have watched the one episode, and then they would have hit you with the ad at the end. Who's going to yeah. die next week on yeah. this show? Was it the Midsummer Murders or something like that?
0: Maybe. it was it was a,
2: a mid season show anyway. It started and
0: ended in the summer. Yeah. See, it's the I same catchline for Love Island: Who will shag next on Love
2: Island? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, this. Um, I thought that this show was going to be like that. Um, I thought we would have somebody dying every week and that you would get to t- pick your favorite and see how long they lasted. You could play drinking games around the amount of times you see knives. Um, every time someone says, I'd be right back, mm-hmm. go somewhere on their own, all of those things, you know. And it didn't let me down very much in that department. Um, it mm-hmm. it kind of delivered on that promise. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a summer camp that for as yet unexplained reasons, strange stuff happens at. Um, the town is interested in keeping the camp open, but the strange occurrences being reported by the camp leaders are being brushed under the carpet. And it all seems very dangerous and people are about to die all the time.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it's camp also summer. primarily set in the June of 1983. So we have uh, really weird visuals of crimped hair and um, belted T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Good times. All right. So this TV show um, I thought was going to be scary, because I have no tolerance for scary. uh, And I thought the show was mostly funny. um, And that's pretty much my review.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You thought long and hard about that one.
1: (laughs) That's what I have to say. Uh, Really? Yeah. It it was just silly. It was like every... um, Intentionally funny or... No, not intentionally funny, but it made me laugh. Oh. This is the first, oh. like, so called scary show that's made me laugh, I think, ever.
4: <laughs> I oh. think
1: it had every stereotype I've ever, um, seen or heard of. There's the guy who walks around holding a camcorder all the time, despite mm-hmm. the fact that that is not the current technology people use to shoot things on film.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mind you, maybe in 83.
1: Oh, was this, was, was that with the 83 yeah, lines yeah. or was that current day? No, it was there, current there's day. There's no
0: current day anymore.
1: Oh, is is the up to date yeah. 1983?
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's now past.
2: It's a complex show.
1: <laughs> Jesus. So obviously there there is the timeline straight. <laughs> it's gone over my head. There is uh, looking in the mirror and seeing ghosts. Mm. There is uh, things so dying unexpectedly. Mm. There is so a cop who seems to walk around doing cop business but never wearing a uniform, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Mm. So uh, scary. So yeah, <laughs> I just mm. thought it was funny. Who else wants to
0: yeah,
2: talk about it, it? It has, it has. The no, right we're just enjoying
0: right. your, own, your discomfort.
2: <laughs> trying to find and this week to on Is It a Bicycle? Shona hates everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: so it's, it has the formula that I described from that show that I thought was quite good that came out a few years ago, whose name I still can't remember. But uh, as Shona said, it's a little bit ridiculous and not really scary. They break immersion pretty regularly by doing silly things like just. Just completely silly things. Um, I don't want to give too many examples for fear of spoilers because I'm better disciplined than the rest of the bicycle. (laughs) But uh, if you do watch it, every so often you're going to go, oh, for God's sake, (laughs) that's ridiculous. And then just not be worried about it anymore. So it didn't scare me at all. And you kind of need to be a little bit worried, you know, when you're watching a TV show like this. Otherwise, there's no investment in whether someone survives or not. Yeah. So if you're sitting there perfectly com- comfortable looking for your next lol like you were, up, then you don't really care if someone gets stabbed to death or not because mm-hmm. you're not going to feel it. Whereas if you're kind of proxied into the show and you're worrying about them, are they going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Then the tension mounts and then it becomes enjoyable. And then just never manage that with this show. Um, so it's a, it's a complete swing and a miss for me, I'm afraid. It just doesn't have the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: have to say I was solidly disappointed.
1: Yay, Mike and I agree. Yeah. We're friends again.
0: <laughs> Care Bears. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, just taking it out of the box. I second, oh, dead of summer. Zombies, kids, lake. What's not to like? <laughs> All um, the
1: ingredients were there.
0: And uh, Elizabeth Mitchell, who I, I must confess, Occupies my thoughts sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely put, Michael. Is she the camp runner?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I knew I knew her face. What's she in? Lost. Where else did I know her from? She was the hot
0: doctor in
2: Lost.
1: I didn't really watch Lost. Oh yeah, Yeah. the rachasaurus
2: that they never played up. Mm. She's Mm. at least a (laughs) rachasaur. Yeah. (laughs) She's not. She's not a rachasaurus rex, but she's definitely a (laughs) rachasaur. And there was in in Lost. (laughs)
1: You have to be watching
2: very closely to notice this, which I was. So was I. But uh, in, this one, in this one, they are putting her front and center, front and center.
3: Oh, ah, okay. What? Her best side, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You're just missing.
0: I can boobies? see all, all these shots going over Shona's head. She's just like, Do you
3: need Boobies? <laughs>
0: Shona, yes, I'm afraid I'm
1: once okay. again talking about boobies. Sorry. You're talking in metaphors that I'm just not acquainted with. No, but
2: like you've heard of a rackosaur. No. <laughs> it's a dinosaur that has a sexy rack.
1: Does that mean the person has to be old? No. Is that what no, the dinosaur analogy is? No, I understand no, rack, rack but... No, I, I understand... <laughs>
2: Like boobies. And yeah, boobies no, I got that
1: him. part. But I thought that the reason you were taking the word from a dinosaur was to make an analogy that they are an old person with nice boobies. But no. Oh, no, no, it's because oh, right.
2: yep. it's because if someone just has a rack, they're like regular sized. But dinosaurs are giants. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So if someone is a racosaur, It's pretty big. A even bigger. And a Rex is just holy hell. <laughs> what? Well, where would you even start with those? I'd be afraid to take them out of the box. <laughs> if she's on top, I might drown.
4: <sighs> uh, so, anyway, it the mo- moving away from
0: uh, Elizabeth Mitchell's acids, um, it started out really well. Uh, the first scene goes way back to, I don't know, 1713, I think it, it was. Yeah, yeah. Pre-2014. And you have this guy playing a piano. And cowboys coming in to get him. And just between the music and the way they came in and the mist and whatever, I thought, oh, this could be The Shining. You know, the TV Shining. And I was immediately (gasps) staring at the screen, just waiting for the next thing to happen. And then they brought in. Teen Wolf, you know, it's like all the shittiest fucking teenage stereotypes from crappy (laughs) 80s movies you could imagine. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, how can you have such good material and make such a bad job of it? It's, it just defies belief. I mean, I am the demographic this kind of stuff should be aimed at.
1: I thought this was like aimed at twelve-year-olds who are looking for their first scare. Yep. Yeah, I'm still looking
0: for my first scare. (laughs) 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 Um, Like it should have been a slam dunk to satisfy me with this kind of material. Right. And they just, uh, you know, it's like (sighs) it's it's like taking a penalty in a Italy Germany playoff. (laughs) It's fucking. I could do better than that. <laughs> and uh, Sorry, Mark, that was a team sport reference to recent news. Probably never <laughs> you, heard you can explain it to me movie. later. I've yeah. heard lots
2: about some kicky ball thing that was happening.
0: <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's just so disappointed. I, I Did I'm you at least up laugh? Up. No, oh. I don't like laughing true yeah unless it's stupid crap humor like airplane or fucking the naked (laughs) gun or something i love that kind of you know slapstick mentally challenged sort of humor (laughs) Mm. Um, so there you go
3: so not not for you then
0: (laughs) no no not for me steve
3: Hmm.
1: did you see this steve
3: no, I didn't, no. I, that's I'm, okay, you didn't miss anything. I'm on the fence whether I missed anything or not. You yeah, didn't, yeah.
2: no. It's not the kind of thing you go back and catch up on, Steve. It's like, because you'll, you'll you'll just feel probably the very same as we do, I think.
3: Right, right, yeah. okay. So are we talking three fellers here then?
1: Absolutely.
3: Okay. But on we'll the plus it.
1: side, I did finally see something scary and laugh at it, so that's like a personal milestone. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, well Steve, Steve there, I remember huh? from yeah. our Steve
1: conversations about yeah. Lost. That's
2: pretty
0: funny. Oh. And, and
2: yeah, and I, con- <laughs> I remember from our conversations about Lost that you were a fan of the Good Doctor as well, though.
3: I, uh, Doctor Juliet.
2: And there was a there was a moment in this show where it looked like she was going to tug out that I particularly enjoyed. <laughs> so, uh, um, that's a sporting reference, an Irish sporting reference for those.
1: <laughs>
2: um, so maybe you'd have interest in.
3: Oh, so there, there might be something in it for me is what you're trying to say, yeah? Nah, I don't even yeah. think
1: that scene, Steve, is not worth it. Mm.
2: No. But if you had a full head of steam going into it, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about context, like uh, <laughs> filler for me anyway. Oh,
0: filler. You stand <laughs> down, showing. Filler. Down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, we've got some previews. And come to a bicycle. Can yeah. I talk
2: about the legend of Tarzan?
3: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You
2: yeah.
0: Oh, Speaking of naked men, far away.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. time to balance so, uh, out this podcast. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Tell us about Tarzan. Tarzan
2: is played by Eric Northman
0: from True Blood. Mm-hmm. Now, just objectively, like, where on the scale would you place Eric Northman?
2: Oh, Eric is at least an eight. Mm-hmm.
1: He's looking well.
2: Mm,
0: yeah. He's looking, yeah, but he he's looking was, well though. in himself. Yeah, you, you, you think he'd go over the eight there on that? or? No? We think age
1: is a fair. Uh, is, is our rating score based on kind of like neck and higher, or is there like a full package rating? Well, it has to be
2: full package, like, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, I never Iraqis got kind of above the chin, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to you take it in a full context. Like, uh, uh, I I wouldn't be able to pick him out in the line. I do
0: admire your objectification. (laughs) That's that's very impressive. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's keep this coming.
2: But anyway. She's
3: just so shallow.
4: So so (laughs) So shallow.
0: So
2: this is set after Tarzan has returned home from the jungle and is the Lord of Greystoke. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I may use the wrong name for his estate because it was Greystones when I was growing up. They changed it. I think it's Greystoke, they call it now. Mm. But um so Tarzan obviously was um lost in the wild as a boy and raised as a baby, in fact, in this story, and raised by apes and has developed, you know, certain more or less superpowers because of that. Um because everybody has to be a superhero in movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. But uh there is some trouble in Africa, there's um potentially some I, I'm trying not to give away too much of it, but there's there's some bad shits going down in Africa in the place near where he grew up with two friends of his of old.
3: Ah, uh-huh, irregular he, activities of a mining encampment. And uh-huh. he
2: Exactly. And he has yeah. to go back and try and sort yeah. it out, right? Oh. So, um, I was a huge fan of Tarzan when I was a kid. I was doing his 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 shout, the Tarzan, oh, oh, oh or whatever it was. Um non-stop when I was a kid like calling monkeys and lions in my head to help me out in whatever I was doing <laughs> in my head at the time. Um, and Hollywood so was Sean. Into- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He, he came long after I was doing those particular shouts around the garden. Like, um, But yeah, so we, I was really invested in seeing what the treatment of this, of the character was. And I thought they nailed that. I thought was a really good job with that. And, um, Tarzan reminded me a lot of the Tarzan that I knew from my youth. Not that that's necessary for it to be a good film, but it certainly satisfied me in watching it. The Tarzan and Jane dynamic was really solid. I liked where they came at it that we had they also in parallel with the main story, they give us flashbacks mm-hmm. to his childhood and to various periods during his life in the jungle and just coming out of it. So they Quite easily fill in the backstory for anyone that isn't clear on who Tarzan is, mm-hmm. um, and also they're able to tell the me Tarzan you Jane story really really briefly. They didn't have to spend any time on it, mm-hmm. and we're we're meeting them at a stage with a very mature relationship. They've been together for years. They're husband and wife now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that as well because it. Like that's all a bit boring, really. You know, because you see that kind of stuff all the time now. Like you have King Kong, more or less trying to do the same thing, and it didn't need to be retold. I felt I thought they hit they hit this at a really good spot. So, um,
0: so to maintain his gorilla strength, did they, you know, break down his macro splitter? <laughs> see? Okay, so this is
2: this is the What's place. These are the places where my um my immersion was broken. There was a couple of things that broke my immersion, and the first is. We're older now. The first thing is having a baby of my own. Tarzan would not have survived in the jungle being raised by apes. <laughs> There's just no <laughs> fucking <with it. laughs> So that's a problem. I didn't know that when I was a kid. I know not now. So I had to just kind of say, look, just accept just it. Just go with right? the mark.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Babies so are crap just put, the whole survival thing.
2: <laughs> so I had to put that out of my head. And then I was thinking, just like you, Mike, as if he's going back to the jungle after a few years now, he's going to last nearly all of that strength Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be a montage here where he gets it back, yeah. but
0: no. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'd have Strayed, had very little it was, mat time in the... In the, in the it, was like, it was like he
2: never left, basically. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, and that also broke my immersion. But I said, look, he was raised as an ape. Sure, he'd have to be different. Hmm. And then I go, but he couldn't have been. He would have died. And I went, look, just shush you. And <laughs> so you yeah, need to suspend disbelief in a couple of spots, as you always did with the Tarzan story, though maybe in my tender years I wasn't as aware of it. Um... I have decided that your man is it Christopher Waltz? What's that guy's name?
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I hate that guy. I'm sick oh. of him. Yeah. He is the same villain in everything he does. There's nothing different about him in this film. He's the same guy.
3: He's a Nazi. Same.
2: He's not a Nazi, but he may as well have been. Mm. Right? He's the Austrian. He's he's exactly the same. I don't know, right? He's just, <laughs> he's South African. But there doesn't, like. Is he a South African Austrian? There just doesn't seem <laughs> to be enough variance in the performances that he gives to keep me interested, and I'm bored of them now. Mm-hmm. That was one problem. I still enjoy the film despite that. And then the other problem is they put Samuel L. Jackson in this for virtually no reason. So the motivation is that he is—he fought in the American War of Independence. Mm. So he cares about people of his race, and there's a bunch of them in Africa where bad things might be happening to them, Right. Mm. So that's his motivation for being yeah. in the story. Is he's like um an African American oh, he's, he's in for sales. It's marketing. Oh yes, but that's it, right? So that is the real yeah. reason. That's yeah. the real reasons. We need to stick Samuel L. Jackson's name on this. Yeah. Because um what is it Alex Skarsgård or am I confusing him with yeah, No, no him? Alexander yeah. Skarsgård, yeah. Skarsgård, right? So he's he's a really good actor. He was brilliant in True Blood. He's really good in this. He probably doesn't have the star power, maybe to to get people to buy it. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson obviously does to throw mm-hmm. him in, and Christopher Walsh the same. If they had and used
3: Margot Robbie,
2: mm-hmm. and Margot Robbie, of course, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she does a great job. In
3: my yeah,
2: yeah. She's she. I'm not as big a fan of her as you guys are. Um oh, hang on. Anyway, let's not get into that. We've Sorry, Steve needs a in moment. Our, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've
2: spent enough time on our various connections <laughs> through the podcast. Um, so look it's really enjoyable there's a really one good scene that I will tell you about is the first time that Tarzan does his roar right yeah. which you remember from the TV show back in the 80s yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: and it sounds enough like it that you go that's it yeah mm. but it's not quite the same it's been modernized and then Christopher Waltz hears it and goes I thought it would have been different <laughs> Right.
3: Yeah. And it,
2: which is a little doffing of the cap to the yeah. original TV show yeah. which I thought was a really nice touch but um, so any C-
3: any animals hurt uh, during the making of this movie?
2: <laughs> just getting to it. So the CGI yeah. everywhere here in this. All the animals are CGI. Mm-hmm. When they're individual animals, it's seamless. And mm-hmm. uh, when there are herds, it's terrible. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like they have water buffalo running and acting like a wave of water at one stage, and yeah. they just didn't look real. Yeah. Uh, um, but when they have individual animals, like when they have a gorilla. It looks really good. Uh, how, 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 good how would you compare bright. it to,
0: say, the recent Planet of the Apes in terms of the in terms of the uh, ape nomatronics?
2: It's kind of a different thing, though, Mike, isn't it? Like they, those apes aren't exactly apes. Like,
0: uh-huh.
2: um, I thought they captured the the terror of being confronted by an adult male silverback very well. Okay. Yeah. Actually, they were not silverbacks. A giant fucking gorilla, anyway. (laughs) uh, That was really good. Like, when when he came at you, and, like, all the interactions between Tarzan and the animals I really liked, I thought it was good. Um, I'm going to tell you one other story, right, that I thought was class, right? When Tarzan lands in Africa, right, Mm -hmm. a bunch of um, pride of lions, a small pride, essentially one family unit of lions more or less creeps up on him through the long grass, Mm -hmm. right? So Samuel L. Jackson starts taking out his gun, going, what the hell? Mm -hmm. And um, Jane just goes, no, chill, man. He knows. (laughs) So then Tarzan gets down on all fours, Mm -hmm. wanders over to the Lions and starts kind of rubbing his head against their neck and they did Mm -hmm. the same to him. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool, but that's a bit crazy. Flash forward a few days and I have my son here interacting with neo they did the same fucking thing he <laughs> calls over to him and he sticks his head in his neck and neo did the same thing to him because he hadn't seen him in a couple of days yeah. like i was going oh man that <laughs> film was bang on i didn't even know it yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah has anyone else seen it or do i just need to close this review out just I me so look at yet, I, re- I really enjoyed it if you're a fan of the tarzan of old and we're going like 30 odd years back now at this point but if you like that it it retains the authenticity to that brand it's a good action film and there's mm-hmm. like there's really good tension in it in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend it. It's, it's a six for me, I think.
0: Do you think oh, okay. uh, this, you know, this summer we'll be seeing loincloths on the beaches in uh, Ibiza? Be <laughs> oh, I must actually get
2: one together. You're, you're dead right, Mike. Just, just Don't worry, will to...
3: have a range of them out in a few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, to,
2: just to qualify my six, I'm taking the two off for Samuel L. Jackson and Christopher Waltz. I, I, Like Christopher Waltz annoyed me whenever he was on screen. And every time Samuel L. Jackson appeared, I just went, why are you here?
0: Well, uh, well uh, hold, you know, no, hold on a second now. Hold on a second now. Um, there's a famous radio presenter here um, who said once said a very wise thing, you know, everything tastes better with an egg on top of it. So you just take an average movie and put Samuel L. Jackson in it for five minutes. <laughs> it's better.
2: Case yeah, closed. it, it detracted for, from it for me. Yeah.
1: But the the trailers thought- for the movie have made it look really interesting because I wouldn't have watched Tarzan a lot as a kid. And, you know, all I know about him, he's, mm. he's very cartoonish as a character, isn't he? He's a man that swings through the jungle and, mm. you know, cries out and...
3: He's a jungle superhero.
1: Yeah, like what would you is, exactly, yeah. make a live action film about that? But A, they found a super hot Tarzan mm. and they made him not too um cartoonish. You know, he's he's a man with a wife living in the modern world. And he's got this backstory, so they've, at least from the the selling point minute. of view, er? the
3: modern. Oh no, sorry, go on. Sorry, mm. that's said modern world. Yeah, go on. No, okay.
1: Um, so at least like from the way that they're selling the film, I think they've done a good job of kind of putting out the hook that like yes, it's Tarzan, but like it's a grown up modern day Tarzan, so like it's not as kind of as ridiculous as maybe the cartoon would be. Hmm. Um, and there's a man who is fit in a loincloth, so you know a little bit of extra bonus points, so I, I'm sold. <laughs> I might see this instead of Central Intelligence at the cinema.
3: Well, it, <laughs> it is good. 3D as well, isn't it?
1: <laughs>
2: I'd say she will, you don't need to tell her twice. And I need a big IMAX, box please. of
1: popcorn on my lap.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mike, leave her alone. Right. <laughs> Just so this time so we are. Disappointed. <laughs> In what? If you have to ask.
2: It.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this time we're definitely going to some previews. Come to your bicycle near you. So, first one you looked at. The Neon Demon. <laughs> this is about uh, an aspiring model who moves mm. to LA, and uh, her youth and vitality are devoured by a group of beauty-obsessed women who um, will take any means necessary to get what she has. That's the blurb.
1: Yes.
0: This is all kinds of controversial. This is why come because it starts out as a pretty young mm. model. But apparently it's horrifically violent. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... It looks at you. Yeah. But the horror, though, isn't it? Uh, Well, it's it's not really marketed
3: as a horror. But once what you think? see it... Yeah. It looks
1: like it's supposed to be like a, a thriller. Like, ooh, is she a mm-hmm. vampire, actually? Is this mm-hmm. like a sexy no, sci-fi? It's a
3: horror thriller. It says you're on <laughs> IMDb. Do you know what this
2: reminded me of, the trailer? It reminded me of The Black Swan. hmm
1: Yeah, kind of something dark and pretty. hmm
2: Yeah, something dark and twisty happening, but uh, in the backdrop of something that's, you know,
0: essentially beautiful,
2: right?
1: Yeah.
2: Although my problem with this is that...
0: Yeah, all all the arty movie watchers are going insane because they want to watch an arty movie, but this is just really fucking in your face nasty.
1: Because it seems to allude in the trailer to this... Okay so she wants to be beautiful or more wants to be mm-hmm. successful as a model I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. I had assumed that she just had to become a vampire or some mm-hmm. kind of otherworldly creature mm-hmm. no, no. but then her body starts getting used and abused mm-hmm. I assume yeah, I don't know it yeah. gets mm.
0: it gets dark and twisty really pretty quickly I'm going to really enjoy this
2: She's the the lead actress is not nearly hot <laughs> enough to play this character anyway
0: no, Elabatic. yeah, like Ooh, they they start yeah, saying sh- things about lighting up the room and whatever. Hey, it's not you, Mrs. No, <laughs> no
2: she she wouldn't. You just go, I would not look at you if you walked into the room. i look at you once, maybe, just to see who was coming and then go, Well,
0: oh. or yeah, and if carry, there was anybody behind carry on. you, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It looks very stylistic, though, doesn't it, as a film? Mm. Very kind of modern and well, futuristic and mm-hmm. pretty and shiny and cold and Trippy. metallic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's, that's, that's the arty indie kind of thing, which would kind Look of turn of me off, looks, to be,
1: to yeah. be honest. Well, yeah. I think it seems interesting. Up until mm-hmm. I heard that it's Horrifically Violent, I mm-hmm. obviously will not be watching it. Okay. Also, what do we think of the title?
0: I didn't think too much about it. It's
1: a pretty stupid title.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Steve, were you going to say something? Is looks like I cut you off. Is there some off.
0: deep reference I totally missed? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to see this.
3: Oh
2: yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. because it's like that fucking drive film,
3: probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, it looks interesting. It's yeah. crazy. It looks interesting. Yeah. It yeah. could be the one that I switch off halfway through, but mm. um. No, it looks interesting. Yeah. Let us know if you, you see should. it. I'd be
1: curious mm. to know.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to have to watch it myself. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: I don't think I could watch it because of the violence, but I'd like to know.
0: <laughs> well, actually, uh, Steve is definitely going to watch it because in the middle there's an extended 20 minute scene of Mongolian throat singers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my favorite dudes yeah um okay next one i looked at was uh war dogs this is a comedy drama war what co- commodity from drama war i don't know um and it's got miles teller and jonah hill mm. and it's about true story based on a true story of two young men mm. uh who won a 300 million dollar contract to uh Supply the Pentagon or America's allies in Afghanistan mm-hmm. with uh, guns, and they're mm-hmm. yeah twenty two years old or something. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So this Looks is just, interesting. Yeah.
0: So, so this is just a remake of Lord of War, but with younger guys and trying to make it funny.
3: I don't know. Is Lord of War based on this story? I don't know if it was oh, actually no, based on the Lord that Lord story, but the
0: story is the same. It's about an arms dealer getting in over his head and blah blah blah. But it's not yeah. funny, and this is funny.
1: Yeah, this is made from the guys from the Hangover.
0: Mm, yeah. See, I never liked the hangover no, and I fucking either. hate these guys. But yeah. the trailer does look kinda of funny. I like, <laughs> like, Miles like they Teller, the, the two boys have two cars like with the number plates, guns and ammo. <laughs> I thought that was kinda of cool.
3: I also like uh Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
2: Yeah, like remember Miles Teller in um the diversion series where he was playing the funny guy. Yeah. He was really good at that. He was actually. Yeah, and he's being oh, funny yeah. in this now as well. Like he's—we all obviously—he's got props as a serious mm. actor, but now he's having to go at comedy again. Mm. Might be good.
3: Yeah, I—I I liked him. In, what was it? It was a two-night stand. Is that the one we interviewed? Oh, uh, that was the weekend uh, was one. His, yeah, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His dad or someone—the uh, <laughs> director. <laughs> 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 I can't remember. It was a while ago. Uh, check the archives Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, um, uh,
0: yeah, that was a good movie. So, mm. yeah. Why do I hate Miles Teller so much?
3: Oh, it was because he was in Divergent. That explains everything. He, you know what? I, I, I kind of didn't like him either because he looks a bit like TJ Delashaw. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got that look yeah. about him. Like, he's yeah. that guy driving bananas. Anyway. Yeah. But um, at
0: least TJ Delashaw gets punched in the face regularly. Yeah, you know? I, I get great
3: pleasure from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas Miles Teller, uh, like, could you imagine
0: seeing him punched in the face? That'd be great.
3: And there's no way he won that fight the other night, by the way. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, The last one we looked at was uh, Imperium. And this is uh, Daniel Ratcliffe plays Nate Foster, Mm -hmm. who's an undercover FBI agent. uh, And he's getting down with a radical Mm -hmm. white supremacy Mm -hmm. terrorist group Mm -hmm. and trying to keep his shit together so he doesn't Mm -hmm. get caught. What is what it seems to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What yeah.
1: a brave role for Daniel Radcliffe to be taking on, because a you know, he's doing an American accent. It's about him infiltrating like a white power a supremacist uh, group, um, and he's having uh, it. Just looks uh, crazy.
0: Uh, the main problem with it is the story has been done over and yeah. over and over again. Um, the undercover thing. Yeah, the, the was, um, there was a there was a one with a guy going undercover with uh, football hooligans in England. Um, oh, uh, ID, ID, uh, yeah, yeah, brilliant which, film. It was an excellent film, and I just can't see how this would do any better. So, unless somebody tells us
2: otherwise, it should re-release ID. Yeah. That's a great film. Look. yeah, yeah.
3: There's another one called what was it called? Uh, Something Dogs. It was based on the same kind of thing. It came out around the same era, and it's just a stronger movie. If you liked ID. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend mm. that if you're going to find the name of it now in the next few minutes. Mm.
1: Um. So I would like to see this movie just for Daniel Radcliffe. I think he's done a great job of um, picking films with his Harry Potter movie mm. money uh, and just being able to pick and choose kind of interesting roles that he wants to do. And um, I think he's done great in the stuff he's done mm. so far. And I'm just really curious to see him in a role like this. And I think he'll do a great job. So kind of for that reason, I'd want to see this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd be afraid of the level of violence because I really hate kind of inhumane, violent stuff that Mm -hmm. this movie looks like it could be potentially Mm -hmm. full of. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Daniel Radcliffe would be a a really strong selling point Mm -hmm. to go see it.
0: What would you consider to be like humane violence?
1: Well, I would say there's the inhumane violence (laughs) and then like cartoonish violence, like Sin City, I I call cartoonish. (laughs) But like, it's not really Uh, personal.
0: Like Wiley Coyote with the acne explosions and stuff. Okay, right.
1: Like American History X and the bite the curb scene. I think that's like the epitome mm. of inhumane violence kind of thing. I yeah, just can't yeah, stomach.
0: Yeah. I always wanted to do that someday. Oh, my <laughs> <Jesus. laughs>
1: Somebody else talk. <laughs> Would you guys want to see Green Street
3: Hooligans. That was name. Anyway. Um, Frodo yeah. was in that, was he? Oh, God. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: I think he was, yes. That was, was the West it, yeah. Ham movie, wasn't it? Yeah, West the, Ham. The West Ham yeah. Firm.
3: Oh, Harper's, Harper's Island. That was called Harper's that, right? Island.
0: Yes, I remember Harper's Island. That was a good show.
3: A good show. Mm. Um Yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to see this one. I kind of like the undercover type ones. Mm-hmm. Um I am not sure Ratcliffe will have to do a lot to convince me that he's undercover and that he's a white supremacist. <laughs> he's just, He's, he, he's able know. to
2: do it though. He's, yeah, well, the Harry Potter has ruined him for a lot of people, but it, like you remember what's the one where he had the horns, was it Horn? Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Horns Horny. Like, yeah. He had a Horn-ship. really fucking
2: tricky character to play in that. I thought he did a great job. Like, yeah, he's, that, yeah. he's he's
0: well able to act like mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I think he's
1: done a good job kind of showing his chops and being more than Harry Potter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He was great in uh the woman, the woman in Black as
1: well. That was it, yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. a bit
2: Harry Potter ish in that
3: though. Mm. He was too, yeah. yeah. But
0: yeah. it just goes. He's not, a, he's not a complete tosser, like. You
3: know, and what
1: stuff? was that show he did with uh, John Ham where they were? Was it John Hamm? Was him in the future, or he was John Ham in the past? And they're both doctors in like Russia or something. It's kind of like this ridiculous drama.
2: Don't remember it. I think he made that oh, up. That, so no, I have. It was good.
1: what A, on. a dream you had. <laughs> Might have been. You just Are never they both dates it. in
3: your mind?
2: No, if it was a dream she had, Colin Firth would have would have appeared, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, yeah. in a right.
3: suit with a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> you got it? No.
1: Working on what it. What else have we got, Steve? Brad, Cliff. That's it.
3: That's it for this week, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: So uh, we have one email that
2: I picked. Young this
1: doctor's week. notebook. Oh, okay. Sorry, there we go. A young doctor's oh, okay. notebook.
2: Mm. Yeah. Hi, Steve. I know that you guys play lots of video games. At least Mark does. He talks about it too. You should stop that. I hate when my my media is confused. Anyway, why don't you guys have a Twitch stream? Your brand of humor over video games will be even funnier. I checked and is it a bicycle is available as a username. A sign? I think so. Keep up the good work, Paul and Phoenix.
1: Wait, this person wants us to comment, commentate video games?
2: Are you clear on what Twitch is?
3: No. You know what? I think he's got a point. Yeah, but sorry, go on. Explain it there first. Yeah.
2: yeah. Twitch is a streaming service for a video game. So you set up Twitch, you play a video game, and you pump it out over oh. the internet. People can watch you play video games. Is you that, can is add that a thing? Your...
1: Do people do that?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's big business. And uh, you can lay an audio track from your headset over it. Oh. So can I can like set up
1: with... my iPhone in the corner and record me playing Super Mario Brothers?
2: You could, in theory, if it's on Twitch.
1: And then I could I, upload I'm that not, to Twitch, and people could watch me play Super Mario Brothers, and like get powered up and run through clouds. Yes, people would exactly, watch that. Yeah,
2: like you could, you could, and you put a some a, a tag on it saying, you know, Mario th- Super Brother, Mar- Super Mario Brothers Three, mm. fast run. Mm. People would want to come on and see. And what like you it would do, be like,
1: me being like, "Hey, look, I got a star, everybody!" And then people would watch me on YouTube saying, right. "Look at me, I got a star." Like that's yeah. how this works. Oh.
0: Millions of people watch that shit.
3: Wow. Yeah, and Millions. they watch you do it, they watch you doing it live and then they give you money. Yep. Wait, it's big
1: business. Wait, why is there money involved?
2: You it. can donate to people that you're watching.
1: No, you get, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. People make a lot of money. <laughs> why would you there donate are, to someone pace, you're watching video <laughs> game?
2: There are pay scales. So you might be donating to, say, like a world champion Dota player, for example. What's Dota? So uh, Defense of the Ancients, it's a MOBA. Multiplayer Online Battle Arena.
1: (laughs) All
0: right. Marcus is too far gone.
2: (laughs) No, I I know these things are. I've never Mm. played Dota in my life. Mm. I want to, but the investment you have to put into it to get good at it, I just don't have that time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a professional game. Whenever there's professional levels of esports to Mm. a game, to try and have fun is tricky. Mm. Although in Dota 2, they seem to have a tier so that if you're shit, you play with other people who are shit. But (laughs) it's a time sink I'm trying to protect myself from. And they just released a new MOBA on PlayStation 4 and I played it last night and I just went, this is exactly what I was trying not to play Dota (laughs) 2. Because you can see the layers, you can see like the tactics and all that. And he said, if you, like, I I was there playing a guy going, I know how I can make this character better, but I have to know what all the other characters do so that I can be ready for it and plan my strategy. And I was going, stop. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, so like, so say we were a huge fan of some Dota player. I don't know the names of any of them, right? But there's a couple of famous ones out there. We might decide we would donate like, you know, ten grand a month to him or mm-hmm. a grand a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be at From in our his, Massive like, Is it a
1: bicycle studio salaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And he we'd be at his platinum level. So then maybe once a month he might have a game of Dota with us. Mm-hmm. You know, he would do it on you <laughs> do it on Twitch. Or if we were playing Dota, he was playing Dota, we were watching because we gave him lots of money he'd respond to our comments in the Twitch chat. So he'd see a comment come up from Mike saying, hey, why did you leave the left lane? And he'd answer you in his voice chat, you know, things like that.
1: Can we just find <laughs> just video footage so sad. <laughs> on YouTube of people playing like the Legend of Zelda and then we can commentate it and make money from that and be rich using mm. Twitch.
3: What do you mean? Use someone else's work to get rich? Yes. That's an amazing idea. Oh, <laughs> I, I,
0: I just don't know if I could morally cope with that, you know. It's, <laughs> it's against everything I stand for. <laughs> I, can reference I my- think,
2: I think, right, I think hmm. me and Steve playing each other on some game with Shauna and Mike spectating and talking <gasps> over it would be hilarious that would be
1: amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god that has to be our second uh, is it a bicycle studio night out because yeah. the next one was going to be never have I ever but uh, the, the night after that <laughs> let's do your idea <gasps>
3: we could combine them
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we, we don't need to be co-located to do that
3: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah cool. we, could,
2: we, we just need to like so Thank you. I'll have to look up the name of this guy. Oh, I'm so unprofessional. Phoenix. Oh, my goodness. He's in Phoenix. Paul. Paul and Phoenix, right? Um, hey, wasn't Paul Phoenix a character in Tekken? Fuck. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: he,
3: no, no, he was. I find him and I will kill him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, not Taken. The video game <laughs> Tekken.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you said Taken 2. I'm with you, Steve.
0: Huh? No, Taken 1. No, Taken 2 wasn't
2: the best <laughs> one, yeah?
1: <laughs> taken
3: take
0: 2 was Tuck.
2: <laughs> um, so listen, I've been delinquent and reading through my emails, please keep them coming in, I will eventually read them all and select the, the, the ones that pique my interest for the show, you can email us on uh, the email address podcast at isitabicycle.com but feel free to interact with us on all of our social media, on Twitter at isitabicycle or on our Facebook page
3: cool, so we'll leave it there then Right, guys yeah Sounds good. Okay, all in agreement. Okay, great. (laughs) Okay, so from Mark, Mike, Sean and Steve, stay classy.